0: Hello, beautiful people. Welcome to our humble abode, the Thunderdome, on this Feel Good Friday, March 3rd, 2023. This sports show starts now! Friday! Friday! Boys, what happened? From not the good. top, please. Can we please, happened? can we please? Yeah. That cannot I, be the no, way yeah, yeah. Yeah, this not. feel good Friday <laughs> happens. <laughs> this cannot be the way this show starts because today's show is a massive one. From the <laughs> from the top, please, Evan. Fu- you boys need to figure yep. it the fuck out. This is a feel good Friday, yeah. not a step on top of each other. Be confused about what we're saying. What? Misunderstanding Friday. From the top, boys, please. Jeez Hey What? Why? What? What? Let's What'd go- you say? <laughs> this show fucking stinks And the fact that you listen We are very very thankful for it AJ never seems to amaze me with your toxicity, pal You got a couple of these? God <laughs> damn it! What the fuck are you doing? Fuck Boston Hello, beautiful people. Welcome to our humble abode, the Thunderdome. On this feel-good Friday, March 3rd, 2023, this show starts right now. Friday! Big how are you doing? Thank you so much for joining us on this glorious Friday, March 3rd. The combine is in full swing live. In the city that we inhabit, there's a lot of breaking there's a lot of breaking news <laughs> happening. There's a lot of spectacular athleticism being displayed. There's storylines developing and there's millions and hey, millions, millions of dollars being made and maybe mm. Lost, in some particular cases, in the Spandex Olympics that we'll be watching all weekend. Speaking of the weekend, it's a massive weekend. John Jones is back in the octagon for the first time in three years. He'll be fighting tomorrow night. Travis Kelsey's hosting Saturday Night Live. Combine will be on all damn day Saturday, all day Sunday. We have a fantastic couple days ahead, and today's show is going to be a great one. We have Sam Rappaport joining us, not related to Ian.
1: Okay, good to know
0: or any other rap report that you could be thinking of. Man. in Sam Rapport is actually the NFL Senior Director of Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion, was a Senior Director of Football Development, quarterback in a Canadian women's flag football team. Yeah, Montreal <laughs> Blitz. Absolute stallion in the flag football. Roger Goodell and Roger Goodell's wife, Jane Skinner Goodell. Mm-hmm. And you wonder to yourself anytime you hear that type of name laid out the way it is, ooh, must have come from a family of power. Jane Skinner's father.
2: Yep, Steve Skinner, I believe. was <laughs> He was uh, HW's chief of staff.
0: Okay, HW Chiefs, now married to Roger Goodell, mm-hmm. wife of Roger Goodell. She has taken on the initiative, I believe, of women in the women's forum that has been celebrated this week by the NFL. Sam Rapport was the host of it, and I believe she is a massive part of it. She'll be joining us at 1230. The NFL actually asked us, Hey, would you like to talk to Sam Rapport? We, obviously being doofuses, mm-hmm. Had no idea that any of this was happening. No. Started looking into it. Pretty impressive shit that the NFL is doing behind the scenes. Excited to chat with Sam Rappaport. I can't wait to hear her thoughts on us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, like interesting. First couple questions, her reaction. She has never talked to anybody as dumb as us coming from the places that we've come from. But I think the NFL is very proud of everything they've been able to initiate over the last few years. Three of the last four Super Bowls have had a woman coach coaching on the field for mm-hmm. the Super Bowl. That's a big deal not only for the NFL, but the NFL is fan base because as the – in my eyes – As sports gambling continues to grow, Mm -hmm. I believe you're also going to see a massive growth in, like, you know, fans. Yes. Women fans, I think. For sure. Because, like, my wife, always been a Colts fan, grew up in the era of the Colts just being so good, Mm -hmm. having a great time. And now that I watch and get to watch every single game for a living – She'll just sprinkle five, ten bucks on a game while she's watching it. Boom, starts to enjoy it. Starts putting together some parlays as if it's a scratch-off. Like, let's do this. What's this? Who's this guy play for? Says her name. I'm like, that guy plays for Ooh. I like... Hmm. His odds look good. Let's go ahead and put him mm-hmm. in there. She had like a plus 850 this year. I think a plus 1,200 early Jeez. in the season as well. So she loves it all because sports gambling's coming in. But the NFL understands that like, hey, we have a sport that women will fall in love with. It's a beautiful sport. We just need to put a little bit more of an emphasis on it. And they have definitely done that. And Sam Redport's at the top of it. Cannot wait to chat with her. I have so many questions. Oh, yeah. Right. Like legitimately – so many questions whenever it comes to all that. Denny Thompson's going to join us in the third hour. Denny Thompson is Anthony Richardson's quarterback coach, has been his quarterback coach since he was a freshman in high school. Damn. Okay. I got a chance to meet this guy because he's also Kirk Herbstreit's son's quarterback coach, okay. so I got a chance to see him at one of the high school games that I went and watched Kirk. Good dude, great talker, and has a list, a resume of quarterbacks that he's worked with through the years that are very, very talented. The way they're speaking about this Anthony Richardson guy from this combine, And I know people are going to say, like, uh, oh, combine hype is all fugues and everything like Mm -hmm. that. Team executives are leaking to these insiders, probably when they're boozing downtown right. here every single night in Indianapolis, which this is the NFL spring break. They're saying Anthony Richardson's interviews mm-hmm. have been the greatest interviews we've had yep. in a long time, pretty much. NFL, uh, ESPN, NFL, Anthony Richardson said to be crushing the combine. I talked to a handful of scouts last night. Every single one of them said Anthony Richardson is the best quarterback interview they've had this year. Wow. So I, re- I, I reached out to Denny Thompson, who I obviously got a chance to meet this past fall. I said, hey, would you come on and talk about Anthony? He's like, absolutely. Would love to talk about Anthony because a lot of the things that people might have thought of Anthony just by watching him play, they have no idea about him. Can't wait to chat about it. And also, ladies and gentlemen, we have the return of the Hawk. Wow. Oh. A.J. Hawk, fresh off of a boat. Oh. He went on that cult cruise for yep, Ohio State for the last four days. He got back last night at midnight. I got a text from him saying, hey, I'm back in the Saturday tomorrow if you want. I'm like, do I want? Yes. To me. Yes, nah. we were like A.J. Hawk job. on the program. Well, I took a middle of Wednesday. I just... Uh, no, no, that oh. was a
3: work trip. That was work. Yeah, right? Much different. That Once in a while. Yeah. You don't do that every yeah. year. Did, yeah. you talk, did you talk work? Did you shake hands? Actually. Like, oh, yeah,
0: exactly. You know, on, like the uh, post-round. As it was happening, yep. I was like, oh, shit, I'm in the thick. We're mm-hmm. doing the, yeah. mm-hmm. the, nice. the thick. Because yep. there were caddies at this particular golf course that we played at. Once again, golf course does not mm-hmm. matter. Nope. It's just about the people. So afterwards, hat off handshake with everybody and caddies yep. oh, of yeah. the group it was i just thought about the tan that i potentially had and how the hair looked mm-hmm. and i'm like no that's a whole part of it like, oh yeah yeah that that's this is you know. what the yep. golf hair is. matted down from so the I, hat it was it was not a work trip but you're right i did you have did some networking a couple handshakes a couple conversations but i skipped, Italy, I still mean did. middle of the week after taking 10 days off i'm <laughs> off on a wednesday and a thursday so I'm, and we had a happy hour show yesterday that was good yeah, yeah it, was it, was show. it was fun it fun I enjoyed the timing of that. Yeah. yeah. It's like a draft tease almost. Twitter clips did well at yeah, the time mm-hmm. that we were at. Should we think about Hm, mm, that is a thought. Change the wake-up call a little bit, yeah, go a little bit later. Just kind of... No, I'm thinking every day. You're, oh, okay. You're not... Okay. You were thinking just maybe once, like, <laughs> Draspa spectacular. Well, 12-3 to 3 has worked pretty well as well. Oh, <laughs> I agree. 12-3 yeah, to is yeah. fantastic. <laughs> this is our place. But yesterday, we went live like, 5.55 or whatever. Mm-hmm. The, re- the clips on Twitter... Well, yeah, they, they all, all went. They all went. There was none that, like, kind of slipped in there. But it's also a great time of year. It's combine year. Yeah. Talks table's here uh, at Boston Connor, at Ty Schmitt. One half of the hammer. The Cowboys, <laughs> Tyron Diggs is here. We'll start with the talks the table. Connor, there's dudes doing stuff mm-hmm. that make no sense. And this is continuing to be a trend. Every single year, the NFL combine just gets faster, gets more. Ridiculous. Last year it was Jordan Davis mm-hmm. who was like six foot eight, three hundred and eighty pounds and ran a four eight or something yeah. like that. He's a D-tackle out of Georgia. The Philadelphia Eagles drafted him. Although he played, I don't think he played nearly as much as we thought he was. I think he was dealing with an injury. He'll still be an absolute dog in the NFL because there's no other humans that can do what he did, is what we thought. This year we have a six foot two, two hundred and eighty-two-pound guy that ran a four-four-nine. Jeez, unofficial. <laughs> 6'2, 282, out of Northwestern. So big fucking brain. Northwestern isn't like a, oh, right, you play football, you can go to school here. Mm-hmm. Like, that is not how Northwestern no. is. His name is A squared, I believe, because it's so hard to pronounce. Adito Miwa Adebawar. Boom. Uh,
1: that, yeah. Nailed it. That's how. A squared. Is uh, A squared is
0: isn't. out of Northwestern. Six foot two, 282 pounds d Lyman out of Northwestern. You can press play on that. He runs a 4-4-9. Says four five four. Why they, they keep gotta doing fix this. this? It's it's happened multiple, multiple times. times. Hey NFO Network, come on, man. Like just don't show it at all. Yeah, right. Like just wait to put it up if you're gonna have it be slower than what it actually is. You're underselling these people to everybody. We saw the Georgia video when Nolan Smith runs a four three nine as an uh, edge rusher or whatever. His <laughs> teammates were watching along and they saw it all take place. There's a, a camera phone yeah. a video of them watching it, and it said four 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 and they were going bananas. Yeah. Imagine that that thing says 4-3 on there like it was actually a 4-3-9 they would have lost their minds it's an amazing time for some of these freaks to really go ahead and do their thing they're comparing former 40s to like uh, current 40s every year they're getting faster every year humans are evolving is that what's happening what do you think and why do you think this is taking place and does this translate to football boston corner yeah some of it has to like you got to think
1: for you know some guys maybe they will be the fastest in their draft class and they might not be the best prospect, but they're definitely going to move up boards. Uh, The best part for me is that this is the time we know, hey, all these talk about you know Anthony Richardson being the best draft interview, that's real, because all these smoke screens are going to happen over these next six weeks, but right now is the time we have to pay attention, because everything that's coming out is the real stuff about how teams feel, because guess what? In about five weeks from now, Anthony Richardson's going to allegedly say something stupid, be a terrible interview, you know, not really love football for somebody and that's gonna get leaked. And then realistically, that is just hoping. Not necessarily
0: Anthony Richardson, CJ Stroud might sure. be one of those right. Like, right. That is just, he's you're just saying mm-hmm. as a reference, this yeah. is just with a shit that takes place during draft season. Mm-hmm. Everybody's lying. The people that are lying the worst about guys are normally the teams that want the guys. Right. Bingo. So if you're in a draft position that is low and you do not want the people ahead of you to take said person, you start floating out the insider some shit like, oh, I heard this. Why don't you look into what this guy did to the equipment managers? Not good. Down at what? blah, blah, blah. And they are like, well, questions arise about the treatment of equipment managers. Never do the due diligence, but you're getting that information from somebody who would have that information. So it's like, this is good. And then all of a sudden there's a narrative built now. Mm-hmm. Oh, a good team? Is just somebody who went around, and teams are just hoping that there'll be some places that don't follow up on the due diligence. They trust that that information's happening, and they spend a little amount of time they have to get to know these people and other people, so that person will drop. This is classic poker. This is just <laughs> lying, bluffing, trying to figure out how you make your team the best possible team you could possibly be. It's all bullshit. Yep. I absolutely hate it, mm-hmm. but we're all very excited that draft season is upon oh, yeah. us, because we're going to have a lot of things to chat about. <laughs> to pivot away real quick, Ty, you're going to shake your pants. Today or no? Um, that- I don't think so. I don't think I'm going to shit my oh. pants. I did
2: almost sharp earlier. I I told you before the show, I'm in this just kind of weird situation (laughs) where no matter what I eat, I feel nauseous and sick afterwards. Anytime I do eat something and I think I can fart, it's kind of like a roll of the dice. It is a roll of the dice. So we'll see. I'm feeling pretty good. I elected not to take a dump before the show, Uh, which may have been not a great idea, but we'll we'll see how I'm feeling at the first break.
0: I'm proud of you. I wish Daniel Jeremiah was here, who's doing Mm -hmm. a fantastic job on this combine coverage alongside Rich Eisen and the entire NFL Network crew that has been fully invested in yeah, this combine. Yeah. Everybody from the NFL Network is seemingly here doing their thing. We appreciate that for the content purposes and also for the future of the league. Let's get back to the combine. Tone Diggs, pit D linemen continue to do their thing at this combine. Yep. Guy looks a lot like Aaron Donald, yep. doing better things than Aaron Donald at the combine. Is this just what we have to do? Do we have to compare people exactly to who we thought they were, sometimes
3: the greatest players of all time? And is that fair? I don't hate it. I mean, I think it's for, like, the, like, Kalijah Kansi, Kansi 280, what was it, 467, I believe. 467,
0: was. Four six seven, six one, two eighty one out of the University of Pittsburgh, yep. just like Aaron Donald here. Actually trained, like, in the Aaron Donald facility. Aaron Donald has donated a lot of uh-huh. money back to the University of Pittsburgh because in the offseason he goes back to Pittsburgh. It's where he trains. It's where he lives. It's where he goes out. Remember, he saved that guy's life <laughs> on the right. south side. Mm-hmm. There was a guy on the south side, which is, um, used to be, I don't know if it still is. I don't think I think it's I've done. Heard, which uh, is, yeah,
3: it's dead, quite move. It's quite downhill.
0: It's a bomber. Wish I have a moment of silence for the South side of Pittsburgh. That was a one of one moment past. It's a strip of bars. Had a Guinness world record mm-hmm. for most bars per space or whatever.
3: square mile, I believe. Yeah. Had the
0: greatest St. Patrick's Day. Everybody's gonna talk about Savannah, Georgia, and all mm-hmm. these others. Chicago's great. It's like Pittsburgh, Southside, everybody was in the same exact mood and it started very early and it ended very late and there's just bars everywhere wide open kegs and eggs all the way through a brunch all the way through dinner you could have and just have the time of your life south side of pittsburgh is one of the greatest places of all time but ever since we were even kids everybody knew about 2 3 a.m on the south side of pittsburgh you need to go ahead and keep your head on a swivel. On yeah. There's a lot of drunk white trash insers out here, and all of them are wearing affliction, and there's some people that watched a UFC fight earlier tonight, yep. and they don't want to practice a new punch-elbow-move, and you just so happen to look as if you're the person. Always been the case. Aaron Donald, literally two years ago, I think, was out at the South Side with his boys. Somebody came in, started a fight. He saved this fucking guy's life. Then this guy tried to sue Aaron Donald. Mm -hmm. People tried to kill Aaron Donald. In this particular program, nationally had to be like, let us tell you about Southside, what it is, what you're signing up for when you go down there, and I guess what it has become, which is a place after that, it seemingly <laughs> has just completely disappeared, which is a shame. Why are we
3: got to lose all our great things? It, it feels like it, it, soon oh, as shit. soon as Nick and I moved out of Pittsburgh, it happened. So I don't know if we were keeping it together or not. Or, Nick
0: or... lived in Southside for four different generations of plum Mustangs. Okay, so that's our high school. It's hard work. So some people would graduate from high school, go to college. That's right. Some people would graduate from high school, go to a Pittsburgh school, live in the South Side. Okay. Some people would graduate high school, go have a job, live in the South Side. Nick went through four different generations Mm -hmm. of those people while still living in the South Side. Hell yeah. He keeps getting older. They stay the same age. Mm -hmm. It was a wild thing. He was almost the mayor at one point (laughs) down there. Anytime I go back, stay at his place, I knew what we were doing. It was kind of scripted, but we all knew, keep our head on a swivel. Aaron Donald was a hero in a place that is a horror film. And that needs to be remembered. But he hung out back there. He trained with all these guys. Mm -hmm. And when you watch this dude's tape, you see a lot of Aaron Donald wiggle. You see a lot of Aaron Donald hands. And if you're going to run a fucking... 467 at 61281 and teams are going to link you to Aaron Donald. You're probably going to get a really really good look. Yeah. So I'm incredibly proud of this guy and everybody else that's crushing
3: this. Yeah, guy. he's projected or he was he was before the combine projected late first to early second, so that'll probably slide him up into the first guaranteed. But I don't mind like the comparison just cuz it gives like the average fan kind of like an idea even though Aaron like it's hard to compare him to Aaron Donald, but like Yeah, is this
0: guy from Penn Hills? No. Oh, okay. No, well, I don't think he is. Then. He's from Miami, though. Yeah, yeah but like Will
3: Anderson yesterday so. ran a four six, same number, same pretty much exact numbers as like Khalil Mack at the combine, same exact build. So it kind of gives people there like Jack Campbell, guy out of Iowa, mm-hmm. middle linebacker, supposed to be. I mean, he was really, really, really good in college. Yes. Had like very similar numbers to Luke Keekley. So I mean, it gives Ooh. like guys, and he happens
0: to be a Caucasian. It's yeah. interesting yeah. how that always goes. yeah,
3: that's true, <laughs>
0: of course. You know what I mean, yeah, every time it happens, I always think to myself like. That's a seems like a pretty. They're not comparing a whole lot of yeah. white guys with <laughs> black guys. Are we <laughs> talking about like stats and analytics, or is just just an optically mm-hmm. farmer? Seems like because there was that dude I texted him, and ran like a four three or some wide receiver. Yep, and are like, this guy's like a faster Wes Welker. It's like, well, there has been faster Wes Welkers <laughs> in the NFL. Why don't we? A lot. Mm-hmm. Why yeah, don't you just, find one of those? Yeah, guys. you know what I mean. Like, there's been. Uh, you look at him, you think to yourself white guy hmm. uh, uh, like wait. that's kind of have there's a corner i think uh there's a uh wait, caucasian croneman yeah. riley moss yeah. and i assume they're taking it all the way back to what's his face jason, people, he a
3: lot like jason seahorse yeah, yeah. that's, exactly, <laughs> yeah. that's right.
0: exactly what people will say and i'm always like well, that sounds like you're just literally just looking at the human in doing that entire thing but i i hate the comparisons yeah we have to do it mm-hmm. I hate the comparisons because how many different human body types are there? Okay, so you're going to be able to match up a body type to somebody. It's all in here, and I think that is why the Anthony Anthony Richardson news is such an impressive one because they're talking about these meetings and they're talking about recalling plays and drawing things up, and Bryce Young I guess has been a home run in these meetings as well. They're putting some things on the board against coverages that he has not seen, asking him to dissect it, break it down, what he thinks is going to happen, what he doesn't know is going to happen, taking him back to a play he did, what did this defense do against you here, because that recall, in a 15-minute interview, that recall is what you're trying to find out whether or not a quarterback has or they don't have apparently Bryce Young and Anthony Richardson have hit fucking dingers in there and that's the most important part of this entire thing
4: yeah
1: and the whole size thing obviously is getting talked about but I think it was the Panthers GM who just came out Mm -hmm. and said hey Bryce Young in person they're going to talk about how he you know how big he is in person he is much bigger than what you you know see optically okay that's good news yeah
0: yeah because Alabama's got massive humans yeah and going against you know he's getting hit by massive humans. no 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 i'm not even no different animal whenever talking about the nfl i won't even get into that but i'm just saying whenever you look at him he's always around alabama dudes so like the only time we've seen him on tv massive o-line he is in a huddle or behind an o-line that is all six foot six six seven so he might look optically a little bit smaller because of who's he's who he's around that's like whenever i you know was in the nfl you course. Know, I was in the That's NFL. Right? Yeah. All Fame uh, nominee. Yeah, and people would see me. They would always say to me, Oh, you're a lot bigger in person than I thought you were gonna be. It was like, Well, whenever you're just hanging around like six foot five, two hundred and forty pound people all the time, you are all all of a sudden the smallest person in the group. Mm-hmm. And then I would go back home and hang out with like uh high school friends and stuff, and I'm like six one two forty, like oh, I'm kind of a dog around here. Like, oh, I'm kind of a little bit bigger guy. And then as soon as I get back to Indianapolis, it's like, oh, there's a little bitch. Put it like, into perspective. Yeah, there's a, yeah. Yeah. So maybe that's kind of what's been happening with Bryce Young, too. Maybe optically illusion because of everybody at Bama being the biggest humans on Earth. But also to your point, he's probably taking some shots, we'd assume, from big people. I am... I'm happy to hear that the size is not a thing that people are saying like, oh, it is ridiculous mm-hmm. because I thought that was going to be the biggest deal and there is a good chance that Jim Irsay is going to want to get – if an owner's saying, hey, that guy in Alabama looks pretty yeah. good. Oh, yeah. And the owner you know, has 100% ownership of the team, the only owner of the team, he's going to be able to say – He carries some weight. He's going to be able to do whatever he wants. So I think us, me, and a lot of Colts fans are like, oh, Jim Irsay wants Bryce Young. And then my first thought was like, great. We're going to have another Matt Ryan, dead. Carson Wentz, dead. Andrew Luck, dead. Like, Jacoby Brissett, dead. Like, every quarterback we pretty much had. You can go all the way back. Kerry Collins. I talked about him. Mm -hmm. Kerry Collins was our quarterback for a week and a half. Maybe a week. I don't even know. Dead. Curtis Painter, dead. Um, Charlie uh, Whitehurst, dead. mm -hmm. Literally every quarterback we've got put in there since Peyton, who's just Iron Man. Peyton played every game Mm -hmm. all the time. Had Andrew Luck. Got beat up, beat up, beat up, yeah. beat up, beat up, retired. Like being available at the quarterback position, in my eyes, most important part is Taylor Heineke. Man. He won with the Commanders. Oh, yeah. Is Taylor Heineke the most talented quarterback in that room? Probably no, not. No. Was Taylor Heineke able to do things that other people in that room weren't able to? No. But was Taylor Heineke always there for his teammates? Yes. Was Taylor Heineken always there for practice? Yes. Meetings? Yes. Games? Yes. Always present, always reliable, always consistent. It's like that is a very important piece to who's going to be your franchise quarterback. So whenever Jim Irsay is just talking shit at a press conference, he's like, I got an Alabama looks good. My first thought is like, oh, no, here we go again. Mm -hmm. This guy's going to get hurt. Reports coming out now like, hey, all the calls for this guy – of being a tiny little elf, not the case. Uh-uh. That is fantastic news for whoever's getting Bryce, but also for Bryce as well, that that narrative's kind of changing. And
3: you know Jim's going gonna to go up to Chris Ballard and say, listen, I wanted Jeff Saturday. I gave you Shane Steichen, okay? It's my turn. Bryce, Young." Yeah.
0: Hey, you remember when you did the whole I'm not hiring Jeff? Okay. I had to tell Jeff when he was fishing. You think I wanted to do that, Jim says? Yeah. Remember, Jeff's down there fishing. Yeah. When yeah. he does
3: that video. Miss you, Jeff.
0: I don't know if he was expecting to get a job, thought he was going to get the job, hoping to get the job. But we still have not talked to Jeff since that whole thing. No. I just assumed Jeff did not want to be the head coach anymore after how last mm-hmm. season went. You would think. But reports are saying he wanted Jeff it still wants he, yeah. a job. He'd Jeff come. still wants a job. Jim wants to give him the job. So Jim has to call him and tell him, hey, I'm hiring who Chris Ballard wants us to hire. His name's Shane. He was just in the Super Bowl. He runs the offense with Jalen. They're like number one offense. Unbelievable. Whatever. They're very good. Don't want to do this. But believe me, Jeff, believe you, me, I got Chris's ass for the next one. I'm going to my <laughs> <ass>. <laughs> That would That's be a very, it. very comedic thing if that was the case. But the Carolina Panthers still in the game for a quarterback. Yep. Houston Texans still in the game mm-hmm. for a quarterback. Colts still in the game for a quarterback. Jets still in the game for a quarterback. Raiders still in the game for a quarterback. Niners, allegedly, yeah. Yeah. still in the game Falcons. for a quarterback. Falcons looking for a quarterback. There is a lot of That's movement that could come. So the fact that Bryce Young is kind of jotting off all the things that people are – potentially saying the reason why he won't work is great news for the NFL as a whole. And if you listen to Dan Rolovsky, it sounds like he put the Dan wagon yeah, he, oh on yeah, Bryce Young. He big has time. attached
2: it to him big time. I still don't love that he's not throwing tomorrow, though, when everyone else who is here is. Like, I just feel so like – So I bet
0: you that's Saban and them. Talent. Yeah,
2: probably, for sure. But also, like, I mean – I was thinking if
3: Mac did or not.
0: Mac threw it at, the pro, uh, at pro, their pro day. day. Yeah, two yeah. pro days. Yeah, 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 yeah they pro Made day. Yeah. Smith. But. And <laughs> so did Fields, though. Fields only threw – at yep. his birthday, yeah. yeah. the first
3: time in like uh, three or four years that the potential number, or no, I guess price isn't. Throwing. right no,
0: potential number one though. It's the CJ. last three number yeah.
3: ones where he didn't throw.
0: Burrow didn't throw.
3: Yeah, this is Trevor Lawrence didn't throw. This
0: is debunking a lot of the trends that were taking mm-hmm. place. And Rapport also said that they were talking a lot about maybe uh, the coaches weren't going to come down the combine. He was like, I don't think that's the true at very all much either. The same, yeah. So like, it, is the combine getting better? And they've t- taken it out of that primetime slot it's come down to four Mm o'clock today right last year was starting at like six or seven remember it was primetime tv and i think what happened in exchange was there was real no real time to go and do all the what happens at the combine at the restaurants and at the bars and in the conversations because the practices and the workouts were primetime that ate away at the Let's get shit done yeah, the here. They're though.
3: over at eight o'clock too.
0: And I so. will say the Indianapolis community city felt the effects of it being in prime time as well. Yep. Because instead of the entire NFL being at prime, being at any of these other restaurants handling all of the potential free agency or new rules or everything that's taking place around, like they just have happy hours pretty much to like three a.m. Yeah. yeah. Just at all these places, and they kind of do it all. So whenever they removed the the workouts into prime time, it ate into all of that. They move it back. And I, I bet you the city of Indianapolis wasn't telling them like, hey, like, nobody's coming to our restaurants. Like we have yeah. everybody staffed for this because we know what the combine is. Mm-hmm. We have every place open till 4 a.m. Yeah. because we know of this. We have brought in everything that we need. And then nobody was really able to come. Indianapolis got to be pumped for it. But I think a lot of the executives are also like, we weren't really able to get anything done. So it almost feels like the combine's coming back into its glory days. Yeah, right. so we got great quarterbacks throwing. Mm-hmm. Will Levis, said, uh, why are you throwing? He's like, I got a motherfucking cannon. What are we? I love that. What are we <laughs> Unreal. even? Unreal. T- I got a fucking cannon. What are we? am I going to throw? Yes, I'm going to throw. I'm going to sling this thing all over the yard. I'm excited for it. I think we got, we're got we in for a great weekend of NFL combat.
2: For sure. And, like, Will Levis is, like, one of the guys. Like, he needs to go out there and, and have a great day tomorrow because no one's talking about him here. Like, he he is kind of just fallen through the cracks. Like, you really haven't heard anything about him until today when he said that. And it just, like – I mean, that's, that's again why with like Bryce Young, why I I wish he would throw tomorrow is like with Burrow and Lawrence and those guys, like you knew he was going to, you knew they were going to be the first overall pick. Like, I feel like this year there's kind of more so, like we don't know, there is no, Bryce Young is not the no matter what first overall pick. And it's like, so, so if Levis goes out there or C.J. Stroud or Hendon Hooker, or any of these guys goes out and, like, really impresses and Hendon's not going to
0: be able to. No, know, I
2: right. don't think so. But I'm just saying any of these guys who could impress. Conversation and all of a sudden. Changes yeah.
0: immediately. Oh, the Atlanta Falcons fell in love. Are they going right. to try to get the mm-hmm. one exactly. to do this whole thing? And we know that Will Levis and these guys that are throwing tomorrow, and this has kind of been the conversation the last few years is these guys wouldn't throw. Mm-hmm. It's like, nobody's expecting you to be perfect. You're throwing with wide receivers you've never met before. You have no clue how fast this person is, how quick they're gonna run a route. All the, all the GMs that are scouting or other teams, are they wanna see how that thing comes out of your yep, hand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if, you, if they just wanna see how it's spinning, does this guy have touch? NFL ball, brand new ball. Yep. Uh, who who had Will Levis say, hey, "Put that football in your hand." Uh, I believe the Panthers. The Panthers had Allegedly Will Levis. Levis. Vikings, excuse me. Yeah, the Vikings. instead of Vikings, say, yep, "Why don't you put Kenny. that football right in your hand?" Yeah, Kenny Pickett last year with yep. Carolina. Mm-hmm. Let me see this football it, in your hand, boy. Let me see if that hand can get hold right. it. Can your hand wrap around yep. one of these Dukes? <laughs> can you really Let me do see it. it, boy? So that's a, the big part of it. I'm happy they're throwing. Yeah because obviously the bowl games at the end of the year when it's a toilet bowl for hot thousand or whatever and guys don't play because they're projected third round picks it's like i understand that but some of these dudes are playing in like big bowl games that are gonna have a lot of eyes on them yeah your last chance to play with your teammates and your boys and it's just understood now like don't play the risk isn't worth it that was almost becoming like the combine like don't play, right. it's not worth it. Don't do anything, it's not worth it. And I feel like we've been banging the drum hard, and I don't know if it's because we talk to people that are actual decision makers or we happen to know the landscape a little bit more. Everybody we've talked to is like, you can do yourself no harm pretty much in the on-field yes. stuff, unless that ball is coming out yeah. as a kickoff right. and you are nowhere near it. It's like the expectation level of the actual decision makers is at a level that's like... We're just happy to see you competing out here in spinning the ball as opposed to, like, if a ball's on the ground and there's no defense, oh, I can't have him on the team. So I'm happy that message is almost coming back around for the good of everybody so we can get, like, a fair – like, I want to see him compete. Oh, I want to yeah. see him go out there and throw. I want to see on the deep shot, I want to see Cuz drop back and just uncork that's gone and then somebody who's next because at those pro days guys throw – Those ridiculous throws. Yeah, Zach Wilson throw. They're just throwing that with nobody else next to them (laughs) Mm -hmm. that could potentially take their spot. Exactly. Doing something. And all these dudes are competitive. So if C.J. Stroud sees Will Levis do something, there's a chance C.J. Stroud is going to make a throw that is just going to be bananas. It's good for all of us. Speaking of good for all of us, we got somebody joining us right now who's trying to make the league better for everybody. Hell yeah. Former quarterback in the Canadian women's flag football team Four. I believe she played in Montreal. We, oui, we, oui. mm-hmm. the NFL Senior Director of Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion was the host of the seventh annual Women's Summit that happened earlier this week here in Indianapolis. People that are on the panel, Roger Goodell. What? Jane Skinner uh, Goodell. What? Mike Vrabel. Day Dayball. What? Bean. What? Yeah, powerful okay. initiative in the NFL. This lady, right in the middle of all of it and driving it, ladies and gentlemen, Sam Rappaport. Yeah! Thanks for having me, Pat. Hey, I got sent the unlisted YouTube video of the summit from the other day. Thought you did a fucking great job hosting that thing, Sarah. Not easy to do. Not easy (laughs) to do
5: out there. I thought you did a great job. Thanks, Pat. First time moderator. So I was, you know, I was prepared, but half winging it and it turned out really well. So appreciate that. Uh, you're a quarterback, you know what I mean? So you got to be able to exactly. communicate.
0: You did have some sick Jays on mm-hmm. wow, doing the whole thing. It was hard not to uh, see that. I thought you did a great job. It was also and I feel terrible because I feel like we cover the NFL close. This is my first time even knowing that this happened. Like, I feel like, has it been kind of kept under wraps as more of like an inside initiative? And then now we're all starting to learn about it, or are we just doofuses, Sam, in this entire thing?
5: I don't know, maybe maybe a little both, Pat, but I think that, well, you know, well, it's well, grown for well, the well, years. Yeah. And, you know, it started out with just one GM, one owner, and it really has grown over the past seven years. So now we had all 32 clubs there, and what's happening, Pat, is... You know, the GMs and the head coaches are starting to get competitive with each other at the program where they're saying, you know, like, don't you dare contact her. I'm going to bring her in this summer. And so it's exciting to see where this program has gone from, you know, basically almost no one there to the entire league being there.
0: Three out of the last four Super Bowls have had a woman coaching on the sidelines of them. Hey, let's fucking go.
5: Let's fucking go, Pat. Also, (laughs) interestingly, the last four coaches of the year have all had their staff, which I think is super interesting because – In no way would we relate winning to having women on your staff, but I think there's something to say for coaches who understand culture and really involving everyone, and I think the players feel that. And so, you know, I I don't think it's a coincidence that the last four guys that have won, you know, Dable, Vrabel, Stefanski and Harbaugh have all had uh, female coaches on their staff. Okay. So if the story goes, it's almost like you told Goodell that you'd be
0: perfect for this particular role in this initiative. Have you just been like a football human your whole life? Like you just love the sport, love the game. How'd you get into this?
5: Insufferable fan when I was growing up. I was I grew up in Canada where I had to pick a team because we didn't have one. So I became a Cowboys fan when I was really young and I was completely obsessed. I played uh, women's flag. I played women's tackle football as a quarterback for really my entire life. I retired about I don't know, eight, nine years ago when I was 35 uh, and I just love it. I'm obsessed with it. And it was so, I was so honored that coach Rabel pointed that out on the panel. He kind of said to me, you know, the reason why I want to do this with you so often is because you just love this sport. And I do, I just, I friggin love this sport. Well, I think that's
0: a big deal, mostly because you're going to have a lot of people that are like, why or why are we focusing on this? hmm and I think it's massive for the growth of the game, but I think it's good for the game as a whole internationally. Like, hey, we have a very welcoming league. Our league is good for everybody. What has been your experience with the NFL now? Has it been mostly arms up? You said, what, two people were represented at the first one. Now all 32 teams are there. Was there been a yeah. little bit of drawback? Has everybody been pretty welcoming? What has been the entire process you think about, you know, as this has all worked out fantastically over the last seven years for you?
5: Yeah. Interestingly, like this is not like a women's empowerment program or anything like that. Honestly, I'm not really about that. For me, what this is about is an entire talent pool of people that have been really eliminated from contention. And when you talk to coaches like coach Dable and coach Vrabel, they both kind of say, you know, it's anti-competitive to not consider half the population. And when Dable was hired, he hired two women on his coaching staff, both of whom were absolutely kicking ass. And those people would have never even had an opportunity to to get that job. And so really what this is about is the entire talent pool. You could put any marginalized group of people in that room, which we could do and help them, you know, connect with people who could get them opportunities. Okay. So I was just
0: about to ask about that because there's a, uh, I don't know the exact title, but I'll describe what it is and everybody will understand. It's like a minority coaching internship for training camp pretty much, right? My, one of my very good friends, Pat White was actually in that program with the Chargers. He is now Uh, like an assistant for the Chargers working there full-time. Now, I I think he is at the very bottom of the whole coaching thing, which is a whole nother conversation that I assume – You have heard and been a part of about how you got to get to the top of the coaching ranks just in a standard operating procedure down there. 12 year NFL vet AQ Shipley was pouring coffee and fixing printers Mm -hmm. with a family and a Super Bowl ring. But nonetheless, that's coaching. You got to earn it, you got to get in there. Is there going to be something like that, you think, in the near future, or is there already something like that taking place for the NFL, for women coaches, for training camp to get these introductions and the opportunity to showcase to people who you can be, how you can do it, and how can help the team
5: yeah so that program you're talking about pat is the bill walsh minority coaching fellowship and that includes women as well and we actually a couple years ago changed the rule we have an offensive assistant program right now where it's either a woman or a person of color uh, has to be a full-time offensive assistant for the club and so that helps us get more marginalized folks in the ranks and, you know, as it pertains to women, they know that they have to put their head down and grind and like everyone else. And they get hired and fired like everyone else. And we we like when we see that. But, you know, they start at the bottom. And at training camp this year in 22, we had 15 women in coaching positions at clubs, which was the most in any male professional sports league in the entire world. Hey, there's a lot of bad coaches out
0: there. You know, there's like there's a lot of co- <laughs> yeah. there's a lot of bad coaches out there. How is that whole thing gone? Like, have teams felt OK if they bring in or like. I could see some old fucks, and this is the NFL has a lot of them, saying, "Okay, I would love to bring in a woman out of this whole summit with the fellowship and everything, but then what happens if like she's just not a good coach and doesn't fit with us? Can I fire her? It, 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 can I it, like that? Whole, has that process happened? Has there been that, and how has the response been?" if that
5: makes sense. Yeah, it has happened. I mean, a couple of our female coaches got fired, and you know, many of them have been rehired, which is great, but was you know, kind of a bad yeah. bar. Yeah. That's coaching. Yeah, it's kind of a badge of honor to get fired in the NFL as a coach because you kind of have to earn your stripes and go through that, right? But I think what we do, Pat, is we don't start with, as you call them, the old bucks. We start with, like, the younger guys who kind of get it and who have who are a little closer to our generation, who really understand the power of bringing everyone in. And interestingly, one of the general managers I spoke to, he said when he brought female scouts into his, into his uh, office that it made the men better because it made them a little less like hypermasculine, pound your chest, like testosterone in the room. And it pr- kind of mirrored society a little. And he said that he was shocked that not only did it make the women better, you know, uh, the opportunity to grow, but it made the men better as well, which I think is super fascinating. So the interesting
0: thing about coaches and that's obviously the scouting department side, which I don't know people as well in that world, but I do know the coaches pretty well, those, those folks, And I almost said dudes there. I'm part of the problem. That's on me. that's on me. Those, the the dudes that I'm talking about. Those folks, though, like, they have no idea what's happening outside of that building. No clue. Right. Like, like I'll get texts from, like, Mitt's dad, Tom McMahon, who is, I'm very, I would consider myself very close with, special teams coordinator for the Raiders now. I think he's a massive fan of ours and, like, massive supporter. I'll get a text from him, like, five weeks after something happens, like, hey, bud, heard, uh... Heard this happened, like congratulations on it, like a a month and a half later, because he's literally just been locked in there for that whole time. So you saying that it's like helping me or society, though it's probably helping the world evolve behind the scenes, Mm -hmm. which I think a lot of people will be proud of. i seen that the Browns, well, we got an assistant general manager as a woman, right? I mean, and then I heard Peyton Manning in the intro video for your Wednesday summit say, the first women's general manager is on its way and it's sooner than a lot of people think. What is the next steps? What is the goal for you? And how do you see it all unfolding over the next 5, 10 years? Is that kind of how you have to view it?
5: It is. Yeah. We don't, I mean, personally, we don't care that much about first as we do about flooding the pipeline with amazing people so they can earn their jobs. Smart. So a lot of people ask us, yeah, a lot of people ask us like, when's the first female this and the first female that? Like, I don't even like the qualifier of female something. We're just trying to flood the pipeline with the best. talent. Hey, we have to do
0: that though, Sam, don't we? We're not at the point yet. We want to get to the point
5: where we don't have to say it, right? Isn't that kind of the thing? That is exactly what the goal of the program is. If you would ask me the goal, it is so we don't have to say that anymore, but we're not there yet. We still do have to
0: say it yeah i think that's a thing and in, in, i know there's a lot of people that are like well if we're trying to get past it why are we always going to point it out it's yeah. like well we're hoping like that's not just in this world i'm talking about in world mm-hmm. as a whole whenever we're talking mm-hmm. about things have you yeah. enjoyed this process have you this seems like a great job for you you seem like a badass of a human i mean we don't know you just saw you <laughs> saw you host a panel with yeah. Bi- billionaires yeah not an easy crowd right. you crushed it are you loving this is this the perfect <laughs> job for you to feel like you found your calling here
5: Oh, it's so dope. I love it. I mean, I think this is what I was put on the planet to do, not just for women, just to make football better in any way that I possibly can. And I I love that. I mean, there's nothing else I could be doing probably than working in football. And so the fact that I get to do this and the fact that, you know, Commissioner and others trusted me with it was huge. And I I, I am. I'm loving every minute of it. How's your
0: relationship with the Goodells? Both uh, Jane Skinner, Skinner. Goodell, who I... Hey, her dad... (laughs) Guy. So when I heard the three names, I was like, is she an assassin? Did, like, they, <laughs> did she assassinate somebody? Or So then we go, <laughs> it was like, oh, fuck. good name. Yeah, great, great, great name. name. Proud. Mm-hmm. Proud to be. And then have you? how's the relationship with them? I assume you guys got to be rather close while you're trying to blaze new trails for a league that he's in charge of that is worth so many billions of dollars and has so much influence over the world. How is your relationship with the Goodells?
5: Yeah, I'm fortunate that I, I became friends with Roger before he became commissioner. So I feel like I got in there. I've been at the league for almost 21 years. So I feel like I, I was able to do that. I actually interesting story, his daughters, their daughters are now in college, but I taught them how to tackle when they were like five years old. Uh, we had an outing at, at uh, Giant Stadium at the time and they were both there and they both asked me to learn how to tackle. So I taught them how to form tackle, which is I still remind them of now. But yeah, I'm, I'm so lucky that I have a great relationship. Jane is, is unbelievable. And Roger, every year just says like just asks me how he can help with this and you know i give him things and he 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 does it every single year he's really supportive of this behind the scenes which is awesome so i went golfing
0: with um uh the mannings the other day and they happened <laughs> to know him as well yeah <laughs> uh, what a dumb life it is stupid <laughs> that it happened but they happen to know and i asked some questions there's people there that know him as well sure and i asked some questions because the only we only see Commissioner. commissioner we only mm-hmm. see commissioner, right in commission yeah. of any sport or anything has to make decisions that are going to be out of favor with people just naturally if you do something against the indianapolis colts that you have to do as commissioner have to be the one that does this there's going to be colts fans that are like that damn commissioner like and then they're probably not going to like him forever like yeah. that's just how yeah. it's going to go his job people describe it like me hey that guy's out there to take bullets for the owners like that's, that's a job that's probably going to – you're probably going to take a lot of shit. Oh, yeah. I think he is by far the greatest commissioner out of all of sports. And I assume he is going to watch this at some point. <laughs> hey, Commission, we'd like to let you know, have you ever watched tape of the MLB commissioner? Every time he speaks, he puts his foot right in his mouth. Bad. makes legal. The NHL, boom, same Damn exact thing. Mm-hmm. Every other league. Like, Roger is fantastic at speaking. So my natural reaction is, like, got to be bullshit. Like, this got to be – everybody I've talked to that's ever met him is like, hey – you would like Goodell, good human, good dude, great at what he does as well. It sounds like this is a real thing he cares about, Sam. Is that an accurate depiction from behind the scenes, Roger? Like, whenever it came to black coaches, it felt like he legitimately was like, hey, this is an actual, we gotta fix this. Put together a couple of happy hours to meet people and introduce people. Like, I feel like he gets a lot of shit because he is Roger Goodell. But everybody I've ever talked to is like, no, he, this is a genuine human under there. Is that how you feel with this process? You feel like the NFL genuinely wants to change this? And is Roger the right guy for this type of thing? It sounds like he's the, the perfect human to drive the NFL forward.
5: Yeah, he, he's cared about this way before he was commissioner too. Interestingly, in the 80s, when he worked at the league office, he worked on a program to help get more black coaches into the NFL. So, you know, before the word diversity, equity, inclusion were even coined, you know, he was, he was about it and he was working on it. He to be around him. You realize what a genius he is. Uh, he is unflappable. And I've taken cues from him over the years. I watch him and study him and he is uh, behind the scenes. I wish people could see how committed he was to this, but uh, he is the reason that, you know, in my mind, he and Jane are really the reason why this has moved forward as quickly as it has GMs and co head coaches follow his lead. And, you know, it's remarkable that I've had his support.
0: Hey, when you get to talk to him, let him know that we are very much looking forward to whenever that committee was bringing him in. Mm-hmm. Like we're, he is one of the most talented speakers to ever mm-hmm. exist. Like legit. I watched him take yep. on a whole room when that lockout was about to happen. Jeff Saturday, uh, former interim head coach of the Colts, yeah course it's not coaching's tough sam coaching yep. coaching <laughs> yeah. is a tough thing to do yeah. as the lockout was about to take place jeff saturday was like one of the presidents of the nfl pa he said roger goodell is going to every single team and he wants everybody to ask him questions about because we're losing insurance we're losing money it's not our decision it's the nfl's decision mm-hmm. goodell's decision mostly to get a new uh, deal done but roger Goodell's going to be here fire away so guys like thought overnight of all these questions This dude came and sat right enemy territory. I I, I couldn't even fathom a more uncomfortable setting to speak in. And he sat up there and every question that was asked turned that the question, got him on his side, explained it completely, and then just pivoted right to the next (laughs) one. And it was like an hour and 25 minutes where I watched him. He was getting like tomatoes, like absolutely yeah like they were killing he was just like no nah, come on now let's talk now like this whole yeah. he's incredible what he does he never gets enough he gets paid so much money so nobody cares but he gets a lot of shrapnel. And it's nice to hear that, like things like this, he's trying to make the world also a better place on the back end of it. Connor has a question for you, Sam.
1: Yeah, Sam, you mentioned how the NFL has the most women coaches out of all four of the major sports in America. Do you feel like you have sort of a responsibility after conquering the NFL to kind of set your sights on the NBA? Or have you already kind of reached out to other people or other people reached out to you about helping, you know, the NBA or the uh, MLB or the NHL with their problems? AS WELL.
5: So in past years, we've invited all the sports leagues to come out to the NFL Women's Forum because we believe that this is really bigger than football. And I actually think it's bigger than sports. I think I've been contacted by banks and tech, large tech companies, Fortune 500 companies who have said, if you can do this with women coaches in the NFL, we have no excuse to not have women on our boards or not have women in consideration for CEO roles. Mm -hmm. So we, we don't hide the secret sauce. We invite anyone that wants to see it to take a look at what we're doing. And what we're doing is just opening people's minds to things that they didn't previously think were possible for them or that would be beneficial to them and they're meeting these women these 41 women from college football and realizing you know what an untapped resource it is hey so i heard in that summit you said there's some drinks here
0: like is it set up like a happy hour is that kind of what it because i think that's the best way to do business right i think networking is the best way to do business is that always been how that operates at summit or has that kind of evolved
5: yeah, Pat, it's almost the most important part of the program is the open bar that night because, you know, what we do is the reason that male right. coaches and male scouts get jobs is because they're hanging out in the same places that head coaches and GMs are, right? Whether it's at Senior Bowl, at a bar, or a cigar lounge, or a golf course, places that women don't typically find themselves. So we create kind of an organic environment. Whoa,
0: Sam, Jesus.
5: <laughs> no, if I was to say what
0: you just said, I would have gone. Yeah, you know, golf courses where they don't normally. Cigar <laughs> Yeah, yeah no, 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 I'm sorry. I'm joking. Go ahead, though. You're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. You can totally obviously. Generalizing,
5: can't. of course, I love to golf, so I'm on the golf course all the time. But in generalization, we're not, we're not there all the time. So what we do is we create an opportunity to just have casual chats, create kind of more friendships than networking or relationships or anything like that. And the open bar, honestly, is where most of it happens. There's been jobs offered on the spot at the open bar before.
0: Yeah, I think that's like, obviously, not just as I grow older here in the business world it's like this is such a like this right here Mm -hmm. is such a powerful Mm -hmm. it's such an incredible thing because people want to work with people they can they know they can trust they can feel a little bit so opening doors and more introductions is such a it's a i think it's the easiest way to change something i think it's the best and easiest way so whenever i heard you almost lead off the summit with that i was like that's Okay, because we've been pitching that heavy here. Oh, yeah. Because with the, uh, I think it was at one of the owner's meetings, they have one of those happy hour sessions, and we asked Rappaport, we're like, okay, so is it just like DJ? Do they got a live music? There's a bar there. There's like open drinks. And he's like, I don't think it's like that. I'm like, Ian, like that's. Should be. That's how it should be. So whenever I saw you like talk about that, I was like, genius sam let's keep it going ty has a question for you
2: yeah sam of the uh 15 like how how far away and does it even matter in terms of having all two uh 32 teams represented with either some you know uh women coaches like is that something that is a a focal point or like you said does it not matter because it's all just hey we got to flood the pipeline with as many people we have and are there certain teams where it's like Hey, we we know that you know this is gonna be this might be a tough team to for whatever reason whether it's the owner or whoever to hire um, a female coach and are there enough good candidates in there where you feel like there cu- there could be one on on every single team?
5: Yeah, I think about seventeen or eighteen clubs have at least had a, a female coach as an intern. So you know we're we're at more than half the league. I certainly think there are clubs that are not ready for it yet. And that's okay. You know, we want we want to.
0: Who are they, Sam? (laughs) Sam, who are they? Expose them. (laughs) (laughs) Terrible business idea. Off the air. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Terrible business idea. I'll tell
5: you that when we cut. Yeah. yeah. Um, But you know, they're they're not they're not ready yet, and so we we want to eventually get to 32. But the biggest challenge we have is what you just mentioned is you know the put is the number of women who are coaching. But what we heard from all of the female coaches who are in the program this year is the only reason they started coaching was because they saw Jennifer King of the Commanders and Callie Brownson of the Browns and Jabbar Jabardifar of the Buccaneers. And so they never even considered it was a possibility for them before they saw these women. So now what we're hoping is that the representation of all these women, uh, especially women of color, um, you know, young girls are growing up thinking, well, damn, I can do this now, where 10 years ago they didn't think that.
0: Yeah. And I think um, represent- that's why representation matters, I think, you know, shouldn't take precedent over talent. Okay? Yeah. I don't I don't think. I think mm-hmm. that is when people will not buy in who are against it if that becomes the case. But I think it matters for what you just said, like dreams, aspirations. Like, hey, yeah. somebody like me was able to go do this. Like, I hope to be able to be one of the people that does that for people in Plum. Like kids that are in high school in Plum, they see what has been able to ha- Like, oh, that active husky six foot dude that grew up right here was able to go on and do that like that's a huge part of it so I think that also makes it easier for you right are you guys getting more I assume you're finding more and more talented brains from uh, women across the country across the globe where's most of where's most of the talent coming from in that world
5: Sam? No question. Yeah, it's coming from right here. Many of our power five schools and you know, just just colleges and high schools as well. There's some women that are coaching high school flag or high school tackle and they're getting into it as well. But the ultimate goal, Pat, is congratulations on you're about to be a girl dad. Hey, um, the come ultimate on. goal is for when When your daughter is, uh, if she wants to work in football, that we don't need this program anymore and that she doesn't need the representation anymore because it's just ubiquitous and normal, like it has become for other industries like female doctors and female astronauts and what have you. You know, we don't usually point that out anymore. And I hope by the time she is, you know, 23, 24, ready to go, if she wants to work in football, that she doesn't need this.
0: I would like her to be an astronaut if she wants to be an astronaut. <laughs> yeah, cool. President? president <laughs> yeah. Would be, oh, I, would, so I would like to be the dead if she's going to be president. Yeah. That's a lot of heat. That's a lot of heat. <laughs> I was thinking maybe she makes the U.S. women's national team at like the age of 14 That'd or something. Nice. That would yeah, be cool, cool if we could do that. But if she was going to coach in the NFL or scout in the NFL, I'd be 100% in with that. I'd be excited to see the road. I'm excited to see what the future brings. Tone has a question for you. Sam,
3: obviously 100% or most of your time right now is spent on this, but you've, you said you've always been into football your entire life. Do you have any Aspirations or dreams of ever being in one of these front office roles or being a coach someday?
5: Mm. So when I was younger, I've been at the league 21 years. When I was younger, I really wanted to be commissioner. And it's it's still, you know, <laughs> something that I think about. Um, it's not necessarily that that's the ultimate goal. And I see, you know, all the shit that Roger goes through and everything that, that he has to deal with. And I wonder if I'm as impenetrable as he is. But uh, I don't know I, how uh, he
0: does that. I, <laughs> I don't
5: know how he does it, Pat. I really don't. But, Pat you know, um, it's it's something that I've always aspired and I've always looked up to as the commissioner of the NFL. That'd be sweet. Does, he, does Roger know that? Like, oh, yeah.
0: Oh, shit. Hey, thanks, Prince. You know, yeah. The Prince walks around all day knowing he's one day going to be king. Yep. The king walks around looking at the prince all day knowing that that motherfucker wants to be king. That's an interesting, <laughs> yeah. that's mm-hmm. an interesting dilemma. Queen, princess, same exact story here. Roger knows your aspirations? Because Roger was He was in the NFL building a long time, right? He was kind of, I don't want to say created, but he kind of was in the NFL. You've been there for 21 years similar paths i think right with what roger did he kind of came up through the building then he became commissioner he knows of your aspirations and what are those conversations like
5: He does. Yeah. He's been, I think 41 years is how long he's been at the league office. And he started as an intern also. And I did as well. You know, there's so many people at the league office that want that job. And so, uh, so many amazing qualified people, but I've had the luxury of being able to have some like behind the scenes conversations with him about the real deal of the job and, you know, how he cuts his nerves when he's, you know, in a press conference, like you mentioned. And I've got some interesting tidbits from him over the years that I've kept in my back pocket and I used for the forum and, you know, also used whenever I have to public speak. So he's been super helpful. Yeah, it's
0: talent. I mean, Tips definitely help, but if you don't have the talent to execute, it it doesn't matter. You were great on that summit that I was, honestly. That was like, that was my first thing I was watching. I'm learning. I'm trying to learn as much as possible while I'm listening, but I'm watching you handle the room, and I was like, here we go. I was like so impressed by that as somebody that could potentially be dropped in that similar situation and what my thoughts would be while I was doing it. You worked the room well. A Canadian commissioner, oh. would you put a team up there? Is that what you would say? Are we putting a team right up there quick and we get a lot of A's, maybe the NFL yeah. A's? No. What, what are, we, are you doing that or Saskatoon no? Saskatoon Snakes.
5: Yeah, uh, I used to actually, I used to, uh, people used to stop me in meetings all the time to get me to say scout and out and all those words that I used to sound super Canadian. But I've been here a while, I married an American, I'm sure I'll become a citizen at some point. So I won't lose my Canadian citizenship, but I'm sure I'll be a dual pretty soon.
0: Hey, let's talk about the future of the NFL, because it's gonna grow. Do it. Obviously we're gonna get more women involved in the scouting and the coaching, and it's gonna be because of your bad ass, hey, come on, that's oh, good, no, this agree. is good. You're making well, You're gonna change a lot of people's lives. You already have. You, There's like you, dreams Pat. that have come true that had no chance of coming true mm-hmm. because of the work that you've done and obviously behind the scenes. What is the growth for the – do you get to sit in any of those conversations? What are we doing? Are we going Australia next? Are we going Africa? Are we going more parts of Europe? Canada? Is Canada getting – like what do you think is the future of the NFL? We're at 17 games now. You think it goes to – like what do you think happens 10 years from now if you're to look at the NFL? Because all arrows, every other business, Sam – Is doing Mm -hmm. this or kind of like this? The NFL somehow through everything has just been up and to the right, up and to the right, up and to the right. What do you think is the next 10 years of the NFL? What are your predictions or thoughts?
5: Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, we have 200 million fans. Like two-thirds of the country watches this sport, which is crazy if you think about it. Yeah, there's Uh, a lot of sites that say they Mm
4: -hmm. (laughs) – we have 200 (laughs) million uniques. Yeah, all right. I'm sorry,
5: sorry. I would say, like, you know, the reason why this sport is so popular is because the amount of wows when you're watching a game. And I know for me that's why I've always watched football is that, you know, every five minutes, maybe less, you're just saying wow at the talent of these people and the athleticism of these people. And to me it doesn't compare to any other sport. So, yeah, our international group is certainly looking to expand to other countries. We'd love to see a franchise in another country selfishly. I'd love one in Toronto. I've spoken to my friend Kim Bagula about that many times. But, uh, you know, it it would be nice to see that the popularity of the sport expand beyond the United States. And that would also help, you know, other coaches, not just women and people of color, but also people of different nationalities and backgrounds. And I'd love to have an Aussie Rules football player come over here, an Aussie Rules football coach come over here. They've reached out to us about the Women's Forum to to find out how they can get more women involved too. Oh,
0: yeah, they'd be incredible. Incredible. Like, just natural thought is, like, in the special teams department mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. they've literally been kicking balls. So, hey, over there, Sam, you want to go have a kick, lad? Mm-hmm. Or what You want to go have mate. a kick? Like, hey, they mate, just mate. punt balls to each other as kids. <laughs> That's quite a yeah. weapon when it comes to <laughs> being able to control that. I love to hear that. I appreciate the hell out of what you're doing. You seem – you said fuck and shit to us. That's right. Which I love. It's a big deal. Sam, it sounds like you're a fucking dog. <laughs> we appreciate the hell out of you. Good luck with everything, and we appreciate your initiative to make the league better.
5: Thank you so much for having me, Pat. Your show is bomb, and thank you all so much. This was super fun. That's lit,
0: dude. We appreciate you. <laughs> Sam Rappaport. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> Joining us now is a college football national champion, a Super Bowl champion, a Ryder Cup champion, a man who has actually become an NBA pundit in a video game shitster. Yep, right. Father of 10 COVID survivor, A.J. Hawk. Yeah, baby, AJ! <laughs> yeah! wow, you're, yeah! glowing! you're glowing! you glowing! Oh my God, How many people ask you to have sex with their wife? On this cruise
6: ship? All right, ship? so let I me... Mean, yeah. Just to start, I got back from the cruise. The cruise is still going on until Monday. We left. We took off Whoa. halfway through. That was what? the point all along. No old guy reached his hand down in my pants and tried to grab my <laughs> dong like it happened <laughs> to you. But, so I don't know what cruises you're oh, going man, on. You there may be specific cruises that. just for that, but the Buckeye Cruise is not one of those from what I have seen. Okay, well, mm-hmm. I'm happy to hear that. The cruise that, cruise.
0: Cruise, the cruise that I went on, I don't think was for that either nope. and it did not happen to me more than that day one so i don't know if i looked my best when i came on that ship and that's why i got offered and not any other day <laughs> but that was literally my first experience on a cruise first night on it a- think of me we know me a little you had bit to now. Feel
6: pretty, but I, it, you had to be freaked out but also like hey yeah. look at me
0: all right here we go yeah i got pointed out when the guy started recruiting me like, cuz he had stopped at a couple different spots on the boat. Grooming,
6: he was grooming you. He, was, <laughs> he might have stolen you
0: right off that boat. Yeah, that, mm-hmm. Well, I had all those thoughts run through my head whenever the question was asked. I'm like, I mean, his, uh, this guy all day has been doing, <sighs> right, I'm yeah. here for another six days. Can't I, can't, I can't do that, sir. No <laughs> Literally, I, like, I tried to be as professional as possible, you know? But I'm happy to hear that didn't happen with you. A lot of money raised, right? This is an annual thing. How many years have you been doing this?
6: Man, this was like 16 or something. I think we've missed Jesus one. Christ. Hmm.
0: Okay, so you've done 15 cruises in the last 16 years. Well, COVID, did it stop? No, Ohio still does it, right? Not real? Or did you uh, guys- Yeah, Yeah, oh, it, it, it happened. Okay, awesome uh, actually wow. one year, one year, no, they had a cruise on land where the hotel, We' they yeah, that was did everything in a big hotel. oh, yeah, I do remember that okay, so fifteen of the last sixteen years you've been part of this. fourteen out of the last sixteen years, you've been on a boat. This was a new boat, right? This was a different style cruise. Did you enjoy this one more than the previous ones, and mm-hmm. was more money raised to what cause is the money raised to?
6: Uh, it all goes now through like the James cancer hospital at uh at the uh, OSU's campus and Ryan Day's foundation, everything oh, yeah. he's doing. He was on on the boat. Jim Trestle's on the boat. Herbie's still there. Like, they're they're going until Monday. They're Herbs. not getting home till Monday night. Do you no, love I'm it? Do you love the new cruise, right? This is the first time with yeah. a new boat, right? New style. It was cool. It was normally like, a you know, those giant cruise ships with 2,500 people, 3,000 people. This one was, it's still a big old boat, but it was, there's like 600 people and it's more it's easier to get around. Yeah, it was cool. They raised a ton of money while I was there, and I'm sure they will continue to raise money until they get off.
0: Are you doing Q and As there? Are you doing one man shows? Are you in general Bob Carpenter? Mm-hmm. 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 Well, Bob is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we doing What's going on? One how- of the
6: big one of the big uh, money raisers. They all, we auction off different like things, like experiences and all this stuff. And Bob yeah. and Schlage always come on stage and juice the crowd up and get them going when I have to go up there.
0: The boys made up an experience that was maybe auctioned off at the boat, but you seem to say that is not the case from the how you started this whole thing. There was no sexual experience with A.J. Hawk auctioned off at of this live oh. experience in the middle of international waters, maritime law?
6: There was not. Uh, I don't know how that That's would good. work, especially okay. being affiliated with Ohio State and public university and all oh, of that. Man. Oh, okay. I was going to say. You now
0: is not the time for us come to Come on. It. You know what I mean? Oh, man. I had a good <laughs> legend. Yeah, 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 yeah. We can't. Oh, we man. we. Uh, Keep it in the holster. Yeah, yep, that's right. And you know what'll happen? Per the chop house. At some point, Ta- come. Time will come. Yeah, time yeah. will come. <laughs> Put the finger guns right back in the holsters. Well, and then let's, you know what I mean? Let's There's just another move.
1: name on a couple buildings what at Ohio it? State that we could have turned to as well. <laughs> All right.
0: And let's just, you know, keep it. We are on Jimmy Kimmel last night. Yeah, yeah that's right. Hey, we're congrats. Like, congrats. That's that
1: awesome, fun. man. That, that freaking
3: dunked on his ass, too.
0: Yeah, and so did uh, somebody else came out and tweeted uh, about it Well, as that guy's still well.
3: wearing a fucking mask, so. Who? What? <laughs> Jeez. What happened? What Who happened? is? Talk about Kim? Allegedly, Jake. We would like to let people know. JK. Okay. Okay?
0: <laughs> if you would like to wear a mask still, do whatever makes you happy. Do yeah. whatever makes you happy. Yeah. We're, But I, I think there is a large portion of society. Don't let York, Tony but see But the you. New York
3: Times said, don't do shit. Well, Bingo. And,
0: and then, that's pretty, they're, they're like an important one, right? Yeah, and they're we know like what pretty, side
1: they lean to as well.
0: Whoa, what does that even mean? I'm what, is your, what is your that deal? It's, it's not
1: like, you know... O-A- O-A-N or
0: whatever it's, that uh, was called. How come, how come Tone and Connor? <laughs> These guys just can't, Just what? Can't, you
4: know. They
3: just, get so excited. talking about
0: the news. The this dude show. literally only knows one human in politics.
3: That's right. And it's who's not that not one true. human? Who's that true. one human? That is the future president of the United States of America, Governor Ron DeSantis. <laughs> and for those of you
0: that knew the show, he watched Yellowstone and became this person. Mm-hmm. Then yes. he learned. That's about-
3: right.
0: <laughs> That's right. Uh, anyways. Hey, we mass <laughs> on that boat. Mass on that boat.
6: Masks like Catholic Church? Yes. <laughs> no, it, were no, they no, giving no, the Eucharist no. out? Yeah. What what do you mean? <laughs> what? Masks. You mask know what I mean? with a K. Uh
0: there's some people wearing masks every once in a while. Yeah, yeah, you them don't overboard.
6: Have to, right? I think that's just <laughs> no but I
0: no. I no, think that's, I don't care. I think that's gonna be normal now. We just yeah. Yeah, that just needs yeah. to be uh sure. it's the way it is. And by the way, I think they're to us much nicer now too you know what i mean like i yeah, feel like yeah, yeah, yeah i had a couple conversations with some people that were whenever i was in the middle of my travels for um uh the vacation or whatever mm-hmm. and very kind on the way back too. like questions too like hey i need an actual answer from uh said person because they were sitting in a spot with a thing so had to talk to a double masked, yep double masked person Sweet. Okay? so hey you gotta do whatever you gotta do i appreciate that this is how you're living but we do have to have a conversation and I hope you don't hate me right now because I don't hate you. I hope you don't hate me. What an interaction. We're talking, like, okay. almost full convo and then, like, uh, have a good day. So I think that's good news for everybody. Yeah, yeah definitely. Here Do we what go. makes you comfortable. Yeah. We're
1: moving forward. Me and Tony were talking about maybe oh, making yeah. a match with our mouth and nose cut out so we can kind of be on both sides <laughs> of the
0: coin. You know what I mean? Yeah. Support both groups. Okay. I, I wasn't I, part of this. Yeah, well, let's, let's move along here. Uh, congrats <laughs> on being a good human. Thank you for making the world a better place there. And also, congratulations on not getting – you know, solicited mm-hmm. to do. Yeah, any- I was
6: neither the cuck or the cucky, I guess. Right.
0: Okay. Thanks for clearing that up. All right. Thank <laughs> you. Yep. No, yep. no cucks involved. Okay. No cucks about it. The Ohio state cruise. Yep. All right, we <laughs> like that. 23. Let's move along. Combine's <laughs> happening. You were a freak show at the Combine. I feel like we do talk about this every year, and you probably hate talking about it every year because of how impressive you are. But whenever it comes up, oh, this guy ran like a 4-4, at like 40-some inch vertical, was number five overall pick. And, oh, by the way, that was after like 14 knee surgeries already. Yep. And, hey, hey can we get your medicals? Can we test you? Absolutely not. You cannot. No way. You cannot check, at all. Check my charts. Check my charts, bud. That's it, all you got to do. Hey, you do whatever you got to do. So that you – I don't want to say you – worked the draft cycle but you did like and you crushed you crushed it combine wow. what do you remember what do you think about and uh do you think the quarterbacks are throwing here we go cj's throwing shout out ohio state mm. levis is throwing shout out to kentucky Bryce young's not throwing mm. okay hen and hooker not able to nope. participate but Anthony Richardson's going to be right. spinning that ball, and allegedly he is the guy right now. It feels like the Combine's getting back to all of its lore. Okay, Coaches are there. you got real primetime players doing stuff as opposed to opting out of, I don't want to hurt my stock or anything like that. Why do you think that's happened, and what do you think about the Combine?
6: Well, yeah, I, I wonder why it's happening, especially with all the Demora Smith stuff before we, we had that. Like, that seems like three years ago. But he came out saying he wanted to cancel the Combine, right?
0: That was like yeah a month. How, how, that was like He's two months long ago. ago. Yeah, it was like two months ago or whatever. And now we're saying,
6: hey, the combine's back. Prime time, you know, they they hold it off and make sure sort to of like the quarterback's throwing is probably the prime thing of the whole event. Obviously, we want to see.
0: So the reason why I'm happy we're talking is because when you say things, obviously I don't talk to humans that think like you ever in my life. He's so kidding. like it makes me think of things. NIL might be the reason. So these dudes have money. Yeah, these dudes have money already, and they're in the content game. A lot of these guys. Oh yeah. So when you're playing at the combine. You're doing shit at the combine. They're not paying you for. They're not paying you at the combine. No, I'm saying these guys are going to rip these clips and make. Oh, gotcha. You know what I mean? They're going to make highlights out of this thing. Mm. They're going to make content out of this, so they're making money. They could just view this as almost, and obviously this is not how their their only focal point is. But in a pros and cons of participating at the combine, con could get hurt. Uh, Con. Very low chance of getting hurt. You're throwing a football. You're doing that every day when you're training for the draft anyways. Uh, Another con, you could kind of like miss a couple guys and people will think that you're not as accurate. But you can
6: throw your pro day though. If you feel like you didn't do well there, you throw your pro day a week later.
0: And every single person that makes actual decisions doesn't expect you to be perfect with guys you've never thrown to because they have actual brains and they're not just like media and fan right. narratives, you know? GMs are like, oh, he's never thrown with a guy that has run a 4-2, this guy. He's never thrown with a guy who's run a 4-9. You know what I mean? Like there's there's a couple of those happening. But in the pros, it's like, can go out and spin it. Yep. Can show GMs that I can throw a Duke earlier than the pro day. So yep. we don't have to go through maybe as much at the pro day. It'll be a good time. I think we'll have mm-hmm. a good time doing it. If you like throwing the football, which I think a lot of guys, I think a lot of guys enjoy it. And also, Massive content and moment opportunity. Yeah, yep. Sweet. Nolan Smith. This guy out of Georgia, oh, yeah. nobody's talking about him. Nobody was talking about him coming in the draft. He's whatever, 6'2, 240, mm-hmm. runs a four, three nine or something yep, like that. Yeah. Yep. Okay, all of a sudden Nolan Smith, how you doing? Keep moving. Top ten pick. Why couldn't that happen with Anthony Richard? Why couldn't that happen with CJ Stroud makes a throw? Why couldn't that happen with these guys who were even at the top? You can have a moment, you can make like memories, and you can make yourself look better to people that are making decisions and fans, and you already have money with the NIO yeah. deals that are happening. I think this is going to continue to be like this, AJ. I think there's a chance. I think that's a big pro.
6: I think this, the fact that this year that it's, it's kind of turning out that way and it seems like more guys than I thought, like high-caliber quarterbacks are going to throw at the combine. Usually a lot of the, the top, if you're considered one of the top guys, you just throw at your pro day because that's when you can script the whole thing and make it all hopefully look as good as you possibly can.
0: You know what I wish they would do is just stop doing the schedule that they do. What do you mean? Let's treat these guys as adults, you know? As opposed to having to wake up at 4 a.m. for a drug test that you got to go do whatever and all this like.
6: Wait like three hours in between your 40s you run basically too.
0: Yeah, like let's set a schedule for these guys. You know, like, hey, you'll meet at this time. Like the guys who are like first rounders, second rounders, if we actually want to make this into something, like let's actually do it. As opposed to just being like, fall in line okay dude like you know what i mean like it's how it's always been
6: done that's what it is there yeah yeah, we've always done it. every great that came before you you guys are nothing like i get it but still
0: yeah we get it it, but back then we weren't shown like very easy and obvious better ways to do something and now we have been so our brains just can't just, it's going to be hard for us just to eliminate all that information that we've been able to gather since the combine began 40 years ago. So it's like, that's going to be tough for us to just kind of wash away, but we'll try. Hey, you're right. We'll just have the most miserable three days of all time that are the most important days of our lives. And actually, no, we're not. We're just going to opt out. We'll just do our pro day because we know a pro day, we get here at 8 a.m., we're weighing in, we're jumping at this time, meeting with coaches at this time, this is happening. And then I'm, guess what I'm doing? I'm going to go sleep in my bed, actually, yeah. after that. Mm-hmm. And then I'm up tomorrow working out with my coach, doing the whole thing. I think there's a, a way we can maybe evolve this thing so that we get the best people there doing shit. And also we learn some stuff as opposed to just fake, you know, behind the scenes stuff that takes place. I like this for the come. I think we're going the right direction, AJ. I think we're we going do. in yeah, the right I, direction.
6: I think we are. I think it's just it's they're trying to find a way to schedule it to where all of the things we want to see are in those windows that they want it. They want it live when it happens. Because if you can see the quarterback's throw live and not like recorded that happened two hours ago, if they could put that mm-hmm. in prime time and still make the schedules decent for the guys.
0: So they're actually – they've gone off of prime time a little bit. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They've moved it earlier because yeah. last year, remember, they tried prime time. Maybe uh, – Okay, uh-huh. maybe yeah, last good, year, Maybe that's years a, ago. Yeah. seven. Last year they tried prime time and what well, we talked about in the first hour. So if you've already heard this – Good, and tuned back to whatever you're doing in your life with us mm-hmm. screaming and jumping in the background. Um, they The primetime time, although it might have been okay for TV numbers, I don't think they saw a big enough boost in the TV numbers that warranted taking away from all of the networking and business <laughs> that happens in Indianapolis at the restaurants, and around at the hotels, in a lobby. At, because that would be the primetime time, you know, like eight that to, makes sense.
6: good for them to adjust then good for them yeah
0: and Glad i don't think help. that was like this the city of indianapolis is benefiting greatly from that oh yeah because yeah. whenever that was in and nobody was able to really go out they would just do the meetings in their hotel yeah. so if you're in the hotel restaurant or hotel bar it was good but they were doing the combine until like 11. The guys would have like an hour and then they would go to bed yeah. it's hard to tie one on if you're deciding yeah. to do that at 11 15. I went on normally nine thirty decision mm-hmm. you know what i mean right. for sure nine o'clock decision not mm-hmm. like eleven fifteen as an adult it's like i'll have a couple and then i gotta there's not like a mindset of like oh i'm gonna go i'm gonna go meet a bunch of people tonight that's what combine kind of is yeah. for a lot of these people and i think they lost that whenever yeah. it was later
3: so last year um it was seven o'clock starts yeah. this year it's three to eight Four to eight.
0: Yeah, smart. Seems like that's why that was made, which is hilarious to think about because (laughs) that's just like all the shit that's going on off the field. They're also like, that is something that happens at the combine, right? Because it's always had to be like, I don't wanna say like not talked about, but kind of.
6: That's when business happens. Like agents are like, hey, don't worry. When I get to the combine, that's when they can talk to multiple teams, kind of see what kind of interest you have if he has a free agent, whatever it might be.
0: In my eyes, this move is acknowledging that that exists. Like, hey, this is an important piece and it happens. We need to acknowledge it, and we need to figure that, in my eyes. And I assume they have a different explanation on why they chose to do it and everything like that. But this, all this shit that happens at all these restaurants, I think it hasn't really been brought into light until, you know, like podcasts that here. Like, I think Pardon My Take, like they learned of it, like what happens, and they talked about it, and now they travel out here every single Mm -hmm. year almost to do the whole thing, and they are one of the first in the massive Mm – huge big dogs in the sports world. So I think like the network's never talked about. It. it almost felt like it was something you can't talk about, can't talk about, all this almost, I don't wanna say colluding, but it's like tampering. Like yeah. They didn't wanna talk about it because it wasn't a part of their schedule. Now, since it's like out there and everybody that like kind of respects it, it's like, yeah. okay, we, this is an important piece and this movement of time, I think, is a big indicator of that. Yeah, I mean it's
2: like almost like they didn't want fans kind of meddling with going down there. But like we were talking to Bruce, you know, and it's and he was like he went what, not last night, the night before, Tuesday And up. you see, you know, fifteen uh like front office personnel, head coaches and stuff every like restaurant. that. Every restaurant. At every single one. And then we were asked we were talking to him and we we're like, Well, you going back Friday, Saturday? Like those are the big days. He's like, oh, I guess I
0: kinda of have to. Don't no, man? no, I think early week. No, is is where is. it's
2: actually kind of moving. Well, we I don't you know. I don't know because,
0: back. like, I think you know. As we get older, we've all been here. I mean, AJ doesn't age. He doesn't. No. Never. This guy's been on fucking sixteen cruises. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's right. Look at him. Mm-hmm. Looks like he's
1: going to the combine.
6: Never been offered. A, never, no, never guy grabbed me like he did you. That's
1: not. He
0: true, never right. grabbed me. He was just kind of working me. Working. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. As we age, though, hangovers are a real thing. Oh, yeah. They grow. And (laughs) exhaustion. They grow. They grow. Yeah, boom. And exhaustion Mm -hmm. is another thing that grows. Mm -hmm. You know, all these. You do do plant that seed a little bit earlier in your life. That's right. You have one hangover in your, like, late teens, early 20s. You're like, oh, I'm hungover. Never do that again. Yeah, and then you just keep going, keep going, keep going. And you're like, you listen to people talk about hangovers. You're like, you got to be the softest fuck of all. Yeah, time. exactly. That's exactly right. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm yeah. that
6: guy. I'm the guy
0: I used to say that to now. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. AJ, yeah. Oh, yeah. Me too. Yeah. For sure. Well, oh, I wouldn't say it exactly. I'd be like, oh, that definitely sucks. Also, not a dog. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. We know that. <laughs> and then as you get older, now I'm like, if I was to go back and do any, any month that I did, any of them, I wouldn't make it out alive. Being I would not survive. I would be absolutely dead so i think you know exhaustion of all the con like all the interviews like you sure. still even if it's not like grueling work you still have to be at something Doing all something. day pretty much yeah. for the combine so i think it kind of peters out but i might be completely wrong i've never gone down there and done the whole
6: what about the staffs that don't didn't show up though does that worry you about the
0: combine so rapaport said that was uh grossly over uh, uh, what oh, what is this? The I try to, to do it twice. Misrepresented? The
3: stories of the Combine's demise were greatly exaggerated.
0: Boom, They All were. Right, so so, Atta boy, Tony. So the stories of the coaching staff's dissipating <laughs> were greatly exaggerated, is what Rappaport kind of said. He And I wonder if the reason why is, you know, afterwards you'd probably say, I'm not going. hmm
2: You know? Oh, like when it's done? Yeah. It's like, oh, No, I'm not doing that again. Yeah. I think
0: that there's mm-hmm. a chance there's that, you know? Like... Cause you get back home and you're like exhausted. And what did we really get yeah, right there? And, and some coaches it. are like, does my opinion even matter? It doesn't. My opinion does not even matter to anybody. If I tell the coach yeah. that is higher than me in my own room, he has his own thoughts. It okay. does not matter at all. So I bet you there's a lot of that. And then as it gets closer, Somebody from another coaching staff goes, hey, you going? Yep. You going to Indianapolis? He's like, I wasn't thinking about it. It was like, oh, come on. We got blah, blah, blah. It's like, yep. oh. Sounds good. Sounds like, good. I, I think good. Ha- I think there's a chance that happens. Well, That's when you-, you set up
6: your next job, though. You have to set up it down the road. True. Hey, if my head coach gets fired, look out for me. If you get promoted somewhere, bring
0: me on as a position coach. That's happening like so And we've reported this, obviously, a rap report. Every insider's here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. there is so much, like, happening right now with – Hey, this we should probably be down there. I guess nah. that's something we should think about, right? Feels like everybody in the next year in the league, nah, except yeah. for us, next a, year. A,
1: yeah, maybe because was ready.
0: it? To, were we supposed to know they were doing like a full radio row setup down there too? Should. They, yeah, well, is, remember, that, is this because of the pa thing you think is nah, that what's, I don't we think we just so had Sam Rappaport on she was great and they told us yeah
3: you know, they, uh, they, uh, asked us. fault probably
2: they've done it they've done it before but remember like we went down and we couldn't get into the convention center which is where it's all going on but it's also like the setup of it is not you know it, I mean we hey we have we have too many people like I, I don't know at at Radio Row, it's different. You can get like the stage set up for you. You have to. If we go
3: down there, there and we some have stages, wasn't there when we were down there? Uh, not like, really. Wasn't Brady, uh, Brady uh Florio? Stage?
0: I went on Florio's show down yeah, there like pro they,
3: football talk. Some of those shows that are on TV, they
2: have the stages yeah. set up. But I, like, do you think we would be able to get like no. a massive setup that could, well,
0: you know? have That's what I'm wondering. There? How do we, AJ? You think how how how?
6: Shakes How long have they been doing like thing, having yo, all, all the media babies? there at
0: the? At the combo, i don't know this is exactly what we're talking about though i never do i was actually talking to um my wife about this because when i went golfing with the mannings the other day at mm-hmm. that particular course there was humans there yeah you know mm-hmm. and uh everybody's doing doing like a drink of some sort mm-hmm. and it was like uh you know i was doing like a full-on like a meet and greet no no it was not a meet and greet no no it was a it was like a happy hour yeah, that you yeah. would think about, like in New York City or l a We always talk about these executives that are hiring for happy hours, so that when they go to the happy hour, they can say, "Oh, I did this, what's your company doing? It's like when people kind of mingle and make things happen, like it is why being in Indianapolis in the show business is a little bit of a detriment detriment mm-hmm. because there's no events or happy hours that you go that I can go to or just like and meet anybody that could potentially. Just have a little bit of an idea Mm -hmm. and be like, oh, I got this person that you can meet. I hate those things so bad. Had a blast doing it the other night. Yeah. I started thinking to myself, maybe I don't hate those things as bad as I think. Maybe I've been to a couple bad ones. Sure and I just hated the hell out of it. You do a lot of these things, AJ, like no shit. What are you, you
6: talking about, like a cocktail hour type thing you yeah. have to go
0: to? Yeah, like all these events, like all these charity events that people but what, go what to. But whatever you went to seems like, <laughs> I feel like it
6: was a smaller type thing, right? The, the big like hundred people ones, those are what's not fun. If you actually kind of know some people or whatever, that's all right.
0: So like all these charity events that take place, I feel like that's what's going on. Like obviously, hey, we're helping, we would like to help this cause, we would like to show our support. We would like to take money that we have and put it in a place that will be better served than in my pocket. Like, so I appreciate people that do that. But also at all those events, it's like who's here, Yeah. how we doing, what we doing. And I hate those things. So I got to get over that. That's how I got to evolve, AJ. That's how I got to evolve. I think evolve. most
6: everybody hates those things, though. Some people live for them.
0: Yeah, I, 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 I witnessed, some, I witnessed yeah. some legendary, those events, people. Mm-hmm. It was pretty fantastic the whole thing takes place. A lot of that Ohio State, you're doing a lot of meet and greets to Connors at, on that ship? I mean everything, yeah. Like
6: because of the how the cruise took off over the last fifteen years. That like
0: my charity
6: is like a lot of the cruise people come to our event, and so we're all connected. It's like a huge, big family. Basically. Yeah, you keep
0: you keep like getting the away thing. from us mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I said Q and A. Said yeah, Bobby's yeah, thing. Mm-hmm. Well, so you just get to go on the ship and do nothing. You just kind of no, have a vacation do. with Laura.
6: No, you like we have. I mean, there's there's definitely times when you get to get away and do stuff. But yeah, like excursions with people that are the spot. The whole boat is sponsors and people that are on there, and we know a lot of. Them. Did you zip line? You went zip line? No, Bobby. Uh, Bobby zip lined actually. Oh, I didn't snorkel? zip line. Of course he did. Did we go? Yeah, we took like around? a we took like a catamaran oh, to a snorkel deal one day and the other oh, day. just- yeah, oh, Did oh, you booze on it? So
2: I like. uh, saw like you, you. You were oh, yeah. drinking Hemingways for uh, yeah. someone's birthday.
0: So I it's like Tone was so happy to hear that he and Hemingway? you boozed on a catamaran, catamaran and, and he wanted to get what was the other event you did.
6: Uh just the other day, like there's each day the boat stops somewhere. We just we went to a beach somewhere. They took us to a beach and hung out.
0: So you want catamaran snorkeling and then beaching?
6: Yeah, that's all I did now. Everyone else they have day you know, they're going like Bob went to some ruins yesterday. He's still he's still on the boat, he's doing other stuff now.
0: Okay. So the catamaran sounds like a great time. It's yeah, yeah. a great time. That's the
1: move. You're not fun. allowed
3: to start boozing until you're done snorkeling. Because they don't want you to be boozed up in the uh, yeah. in the water snorkeling, but after that, it's great time.
0: And uh, Bobby Carpenter has given us an update from the Ohio State cruise here on uh-huh. our guy Schlegel. Uh, when the autograph signing comes at you thick and fast. Oh. In the AM, there's Anthony Schlegel right there. That man has deadlifted 600 pounds in construction boots. Mm-hmm. Dog, uh, you're talking about an absolute yeah. dog. But it appears as if the seas have gotten him. What do you think happened here to uh, Coach Schlegel? AJ, that was he- so that,
6: that was the uh, we had a signing the first morning. Got on the boat, uh, whatever the first night, and then the next morning, 8 AM signing. That was Schlegel. I guess Schleg is a he's a man of the people, and he just uh, he was out and about with everybody, kind of late. Shh. I feel like and just uh, uh, Bob posted that. We found out the next night at dinner. Schlegel, none of us knew he posted it. Next night at dinner, Schleg. Well, you
0: posted this picture, Bob. Like it was awesome <laughs> to see it all happen. And then what, Bob? Say, "Boss, I had to." Like, <laughs> I would love it. Permission. I had permission. Uh, Schlegel, thank you for your service. Schlegel, thank, thank you, Schlegel. And obviously, General Bob Carpenter, who rallied the troops to save Big Ten football. Yeah, were people saluting yeah. him
1: on the cruise ship?
0: Or Does what? he get asked about that in Q and As? Like, is it is that a thing? Took on
6: probably. I didn't, I didn't go to all the stuff that he is at, but yeah, he there's like a they run. He and Schlegel run these like they. Do all kinds of stuff, teaching people like different stuff about football. I'm sure people
0: ask him yeah general see you just said at all these events he's at exactly. he's one of those guys yeah that's yeah. exactly who we're talking about i mean
6: on the no i'm just talking strictly on the boat there's
0: a, there's all different
6: kinds of like fun events that people pay to come to and they raise money and the guys entertain everybody
0: like water balloon fight oh no, like
6: uh they do we uh yesterday when i was they did a, this big beer chugging contest that brings in a ton of money
0: now Ooh. oh so people boozing real hard on. oh us. it's like yeah
6: people are people are there for a good time no question Hell yeah. Who else was on the boat, you said? General Bob, obviously Schlegel. Did you say Herbie? Herbie's, Herbie's there. Kirk uh, What's he doing? Wow. What was he doing? Archie, Archie. Archie. We know. Hold
0: on. Archie. I didn't get a chance to chat with Archie at uh, that Ohio State game day. He was, <laughs> I, I don't believe I got a chance to chat with him. Zeke
6: was there. Zeke's, Zeke's awesome. There.
0: Ezekiel? Is he doing this? Hold on. But, but before we get to Ezekiel, who we are big fans, we would yeah. like to hear about because his coach, Mike McCarthy, whoa, he's oh, saying oh, a lot my. down to Combine. I can't wait <laughs> to get your thoughts on it. What was Street doing? What was Kirk Herbstreet up to? Was he having a good time? He deserves it. Yeah, he
6: was having a good time. He's hanging out there with his wife and his buddies. And I've, I've gotten to know his buddies over the years, and a lot of them were on the boat this year. What a crew. You know, actually, you know you know a good chunk of them. Yeah, we talked about you. First night, they do this big, like, uh, introduction parade type thing where we go on the stage and do There's all this stuff. Yep. And I was talking right. to Kirk, uh, yeah, that night. He was he was asking about you. We were talking about you and his whole path and what he's been, you know, going through with the old Amazon, everything.
0: I love that dude, man. Awesome. I, I actually, I was talking to, um, you know, Peyton on that golf course mm-hmm. uh, that we were golfing on and I didn't take my phone out there. Cause I just wanted to live in the moment. You know, I wanted to be Phil. Filled- sounds
6: like something you would do. Hell voluntarily. Yeah. I wanted to, be-
0: to, absolutely. I wanted to be Phil Knight in <laughs> yeah. that LeBron James <laughs> point record breaking. Exactly. Photo. Yep. You know, I said, I want to take this, this whole thing. And you're right. It was something that I just voluntarily did. It, but I was getting asked a lot about the game day experience, you know, because this was this this course was in a warmer climate, so massive college football okay. yes. uh, contingency, it felt like, around there. I was getting asked about that, and just, like, then there was, like, more sophisticated questions being asked because, like, hey, let's go a little bit. How about the whole – because game day's been around for so long, and the people that have worked on that show, both on-air and off-air, have been there for so long. Thank it's a family, you, you know, like – WWE was the same way WWE is a family you know what I mean it's like uh, the way it's run you know you see the same people I, I mean, felt
6: it I felt that the couple times I was around
0: it, you know what I mean sure. so so like going in there though I had a great understanding of almost everybody in the family though because i had followed the business for so well you know what I mean and basically I kind of knew who I had respect they knew that I knew like their accomplishments and it was almost like I felt a bit more comfortable going into that environment, and Michael Cole was my ally in there, and it was like I'm just going to say, hey, hey, how you doing? How you doing? I'm just going to keep it up. We're going to keep it upbeat. So for going into game day, just getting dropped in there, because remember that deal came what on a Tuesday. Yeah, mm-hmm. didn't do the first week. Two first two weeks. Yeah, that's right. Game week zero and week one didn't right. do that deal came on like a Tuesday, and it was like negotiated in about maybe like hour and a half. Let's sleep on it let's do this, right, that's, a, that's how it kind of works, pumped, come in, guess this, now I have to figure out like WWE, oh shit, here we go, initial thought was like maybe do both, <laughs> you know, yeah. maybe, maybe do both, just because like turning down an opportunity is just something that is very tough for me to do, like if an opportunity is presented, I would like to take advantage of it, not a lot of opportunities were presented in a lot of different times in my life, a lot of things I enjoy doing, I want to do it, so, like, that one in talking with, with Nick and Stephanie was there and Hunter was there at the time, they were so cool. They were like, no, you can't. That, that's, a bad, that's a bad idea. Like, you will exhaust yourself or whatever. So then I'm like, okay, I appreciate you guys. Nothing but love. Still nothing but love. Even though, like, that, we still got to – it's my, all my decision pretty much what I want to – like, my life right now with my pregnant wife, it is a whole – and also the future like there was just so much Movement for me factors. to to contemplate. And then after that conversation like real world sets in it's like oh shit I got to learn a lot about college football real quick. Mm-hmm. Like we're already mm-hmm. 2 weeks in. Mm-hmm. I got to learn a lot about college football and then like do I know anybody at this show other than Herb Street really? And that was a, a resounding no. I didn't know anybody. So getting dropped in there, you know, Like, that was a thing. I'm in the production meetings that's, like, an hour and a half long, and all these people have inside jokes with each other for, like, the last 20 years. And all these people are, like, you know what I mean? They know each other really well, know what people do, know what people don't do, know what people like, know how things go. And then they're pitching ideas, and it's like, uh, I'm not talking in this, right? Herbstreet was, like, my ally in there. Like, he was – Herbstreet treated me incredibly well. Like, he was over and beyond nice to me and kind to me. And I don't want to say, like, his humility is stupid, but it is. His humility is, like, so dumb. He's he, almost
6: naive to it, like, what he is or who he is.
0: Yeah, he's just this Ohio fuck who has no clue that he's Kirk Grimstrom. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? So, like, an idea, like, I would have an idea for the program. Like, or, or they would be pitching something, and I'm like, I don't know if that's necessarily, like, I think there's a different way to kind of get there. I would, like, tell Herbie, you know, I'm like, hey, don't, like, We would sit in the corner. We're the corner boys. Hell yeah. We'd say the bear was back there, going to miss the hell out of him. We're in the corner, though, just chilling. He just got off his Thursday night football game. He's running on probably three hours of sleep. (laughs) Who knows? And I'd be like, hey, don't you think, like, boom, 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 would happen? And he would be like, yeah, say it. I'm like, no, 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 Herbie. This is, like, if you think that's the case, you should say it, because if you say it, it's going to happen. He goes, your words. And I'm like, You don't even know. This guy, Mm -hmm. this guy doesn't, you don't, hey Herbie, you don't even fucking know that you're the face of college football, dude. Like, he still views himself as that guy who was just like. He's a team guy.
6: He's like team first guy.
0: Insanely grateful to even be put. Because if you remember what game day was, it was a tiny set off nowhere, kind of the second college football show. Chris Fowler was in there working it. And then he still views himself as like the, oh my God, I can't believe. I'm allowed to do this job. Because he was like doing local Columbus yeah. radio in oh, yeah. Columbus TV. Like sports guy, I think. He He's was. like living. He had
6: like a couple roommates and he just took a radio gig. He's like, I didn't even want to do anything in the media. I didn't think about it. But it was, it was open. It was available. I did it. He made like $15,000. And then he sent a tape in to game day, an audition tape, and got it.
0: And they just plucked him in there. And it was like, here you go. And he still views himself as like the. That. That. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I didn't make it to the NFL. My stats aren't like what everybody else's stats are it's like Herbie. yeah your stats are this the face of game like college football yeah like a whole a sport. Long time you know so that was like interesting to get to know him and chat with him and when you're with somebody especially on the road for that long i think you see all of that person like when they're exhausted when they're tired when they're at their best when they're working when they're not working he's yeah. a fucking good one dude Herbie's a good one it for is. he was to me at least he was a, he was a good one to me man
6: Oh, he's awesome. He's awesome on the boat, too. People obviously love him. They do little, like, roundtable college football talks that Herbie will be up there with a couple different guys, and people, people eat that stuff up.
0: He's, he'll say, like, a little thing in the production meeting. He'll, like, look over me. He'll be like, look for, like, for one of these games. Like, look for a right tackle to dominate Ooh. in this one or whatever. And I'm like, oh, Herbie thinks – Okay, this guy's going to run all over the place. Let me put that down for my notes later with tone. Okay. And then as I'm like kind of piecing it together, I like add that thought into it because it's like if Herbie's saying, there's a reason Herbie's saying Mm it. It's either his brain is saying it or it is just like a widely known thing. It's like he's just, I couldn't even imagine what those college football conversations are like on that boat, especially if Ryan Day is the benefactor of the money. So everybody there is probably Ryan Day fans, I would hope. His foundation so like or his hospital herbie want to bat hard for ryan day like very yeah. very hard for ryan day whenever it was potential like lose to michigan yeah in it's columbus mm-hmm. get this guy the fuck it's out nice of here he went to bat hard for him and i think he took a lot of shrapnel from ohio for that yeah so i, I hope it was a great weekend for all you a week and a half or however the fuck long it is yeah, it's man.
6: a
1: long one yeah this one this year it's long it wasn't like that before, Dak Connor. Well, and then when he came into the NFL, it's like he crushed. I mean, when he came on mm. the last two weeks of the, you know, playoff season, Three he, and got, one. he got yeah, basically he got uh, the he got all four oh, yeah. right, but he got one of the spreads wrong. Like he knew what he was fucking talking about right away, and also like having all that knowledge of the guys who are currently in the league because he watched them play in college. Like it just translated so well.
0: And I think because he doesn't know that he's Kirk Herb Street. That's why he takes all those notes mm-hmm. and does all that homework mm-hmm. and like everything. Mm-hmm. It is stupid. His, he should take a picture of his play sheet <laughs> Yeah. Oh yeah. and put it out. He should be, he should post that and just say like, I am the one who took these notes. Yeah. His play sheet is the size of like probably those two Folding. panels yeah. right there. And it's just notes fucking every, the whole thing. Dude's been doing this for 27 years. It's like, he knows. Oh, yeah. He knows everything, Mm -hmm. but he feels as if he still has to, like, be uh a... prove himself i think that's the ohio fucking him and i appreciate it <laughs> just like we're lucky to talk to you a man who played for the green bay packers won a super bowl with the green bay packers uh, who the coach of that team that was coaching the winning of the super bowl team ty mike mccarthy oh mike mccarthy current head coach of the dallas cowboys mike mccarthy's doing a lot of chatting obviously at the combine mandatory press conferences for every coach and every general manager also every combine uh participant has one so we hear a lot from a lot of people. Mike McCarthy was asked a lot about last year, and if you do recall, Kellen Moore was let go. He's now with the Chargers, and Mike McCarthy will be taking over the play calling duties. Because as soon as Mike McCarthy got back, we assumed that Jerry hired him for the offensive guru that he is, and that he would be calling plays. So when his uh, regime started at Dallas, and it was not going well, and he was not calling plays, Everybody was like, well, what the fuck is this guy doing? mm -hmm. What is Mike McCarthy doing? He got pounded, especially because he's the head coach of the Dallas Cowboys. It's going to be on primetime every single weekend. Everybody's going to talk about you. He was getting murdered. Then they start having some success. They start going. Kellen Moore is all of a sudden the head coaching candidate because he's calling plays for Dak Prescott. Obviously being brought into question a lot on how much they run, how much they pass, how it all goes. Mike now, in an effort, I believe, to save his tenure as the Dallas Cowboys head coach, yep. will take over the play-calling duties. He had a lot to say about last year's operation when he talked about Kellen Moore and said this. Yep.
7: I just think like anything, um, you know, everybody has plays. Everybody has concepts. You know, we're we every, every – player and coach, you have tendencies in this league? Uh you're you're ignorant to think that you don't. Um, you Everybody know, and it'll be that. no different for myself. Um but you know, it's just how, how you attack on the other side. So uh there's some things that conceptually that that I'll believe in more in situational football than than may have happened in the last you know three years. But you know, I mean, let's let's be honest. I mean you know, um, I had all the input that I wanted the last three years, too. So I, I think clearly when you look at the way Callen coordinated in 19, um, I mean, just look at our run totals the last three years. You know, it, you know we, were dif- we were a different offense in 22 than we were in 2020. And and that was part of the evolution of being more balanced, more complementary football, um, not as wide open in the in, the, in the drop back, just like our drop back passing in normal Down. So, you know, you look at all those things. So. Uh, But I'm really looking forward to the critique from you uh, of of how how different it is. So
0: So down at the bottom there, it says, throw some shade, right? And that happens a lot. When somebody posts a video, their tweet is setting the tone for you to watch this, right? And things can be taken different ways from people. So if it says, throw some shade at Kellen Moore, people can obviously find him in that statement, throwing shade at Kellen Moore. There was another quote, though, Mm -hmm. that only got tweeted that we couldn't find a video of. So this is all... Alleged, but Machoda, John Machoda, is a heavy swinger. He is a very powerful player in the reporting game, especially for the Cowboys. I believe he's for the athletic for the Cowboys. Mike McCarthy spoke highly of his time with Kellen Moore. He said the Cowboys, former OC, did a hell of a job and continue to improve over the last three years. But it's clear they had their differences. This quote from today explains some of that. We have not been able to find a video of this particular quote on Twitter and on our sites. I've been where Kellen has been. Kellen wants to light the scoreboard up, but I want to run a damn ball so I can rest my defense. I think when you're a coordinator, you know, but you're in charge of the offense. Being a head coach and being a play caller, you're a little more in tune with it all. I don't desire to be the number one offense in the league. I want to be the number one team in the league with a number of wins and championships. And if we got to give us some production and take care of the ball better to get that, then that's what we'll do because we have a really good defense. So that's Mike McCarthy, and they're saying he's taking – and it does sound like he's certainly taking a shot. Like, low, scoreboard up, as if you're to read it, as if he's saying, like, this guy's ego's in check. But Mike McCarthy's saying, hey, I've been in this dude's shoes. Like, when you're an offensive coordinator and you want to be a successful coach in the NFL, you want to have success so you can become a head coach, like, you're going to be judged on how many points your offense puts up. Kellen Moore, former quarterback – could potentially fall in love with the pass game like people do when they're playing Madden. So I don't think he was taking a shot at him anywhere in any of those things. I think Mike McCarthy was just being like, I've been there, this is how it is, and this is what Kellen Moore did, the facts are the facts. Did you get a shot out of that? And you know him a lot better than me. That's all I took. I'm sorry to be long-winded. Had to set the entire situation up, though.
6: No, I'm glad you did because I, I, I saw this, and you're right, like a headline can definitely change how you view something. If, you, if the headline never said that, First off, less people would have clicked on it. They wouldn't watch it if it didn't have that headline to get you. to make. Yeah, it. we oh, do click
0: shit, though, too. Yeah. So we, Yeah, we, everybody does. Yeah, we're I part of
6: it. the problem. We're part of the problem. I'm not upset at how, how that works, but if it didn't, if I didn't watch that with it saying, hey, according, he, he threw some shade at him, I don't know if I would have picked it up. I don't know if I would have been like, oh,
0: that's terrible. You hear what he said about Kevin Moore? I don't think I would have thought it was a big deal. Diggs, this quote that was tweeted was the biggest one, I think, that he that was potentially could have thrown shade at him, but it wasn't in that video. That
3: was no, shared. no, no. That was like the headlines where it said, like, throw shade was all about that quote. It was like, for some reason, we couldn't find the video because um, it would have been it would have been nice to know how he was saying it Like because in the other video, it definitely wasn't. But like when he was saying those things, it would have been nice to know like his like how he was speaking about it.
0: As somebody who has read statements that have been made on this show Mm -hmm. lately, yeah, sure. Just reading it, you know, if you put it in the tense of like malicious, you know, like the caption of the tweet is malicious, Mm -hmm. and then put the quote out there, and you just read it, you're not hearing it no seeing it a lot of context the feeling falls by the way, it or Very anything different. like that Th- just from our experience now oh, yeah. there's obviously many other examples it's a vastly different game we have to remember that because we're in that era right this is the time of year when a lot of this type of stuff happens so I would like to make an official ruling I don't think he was throwing shade at Kellen yeah. Moore and I don't think Kellen Moore will think that he was throwing shade at him do you? No and I, I think it, when you actually read like when you read that it makes sense like the
6: philosophy yeah. hey Kellen's a coordinator coordinators want to their job is, hey, let's go, let's go fast, let's score points, let's do this. If you're the head coach and you're thinking of everything as a whole, like offense, defense, special teams, you're thinking, hey, we've got to slow the game down here a little bit. Let's protect this thing. Let's find a way to not create as many turnovers offensively. So, yeah, it's just almost like a – it's just like a philosophy difference, basically.
0: And Kellen's former player, you know. Yep. Kellen's had things said to him mm-hmm. probably that have been yeah. actual shade. Yeah, yeah for sure. You know, and I, I assume he has – Incredibly thick skin. He's a quarterback and now he's getting into the coaching business. I don't think he's taking any offense to any of it. No, it's good. That's good news, I think, for the world mm-hmm. society. Yeah.
1: And obviously they had different, you know, philosophies at the end because he would still be with the Cowboys if that wasn't the case. And the team has changed a
0: little. Like, what if the philosophy was, Hey, uh Mike, you didn't win. Everybody wants me to fire you. Yeah. You know how this game goes. <laughs> yeah. That's literally what the coaching business is, AJ. Is it not?
6: Yeah. Yeah. Hey, do you wanna you want to give yourself an extra year extension and see if you can make things work?
2: Well, and for Kellen, too, like, that's what going to L.A. and the Chargers, like, it's kind of a perfect setup because, yeah. like, their offense is built yeah. to do that, to yeah. throw it all around the fucking yard and score a bunch of points. And, you know, like, I mean, that, that was kind of the knock on them last year was, hey, they throw it way too much. If they would have run the football a little bit more in that playoff game against the Jags, they might have won. To
0: just to piece it all together here, and then we'll move on. I've been where Kellen's been before. Mm-hmm. He wants to light up scoreboard. I had Aaron Rodgers in my fucking quarter. What do you think? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You don't think I want to just light up scoreboard, but we got good defense over there. A.J. Hawk, mm-hmm. that Ohio fucks over there, we want to do that. You know, I've been where Kellen is being, and I was already a head coach. Kellen wants to become a head coach. Definitely wants to light up scoreboard. Tom Telesco, why'd you hire Kellen Moore? The numbers speak for themselves. Yeah. yeah. So that's literally everything. <laughs> mm-hmm that is being explained by mike mccarthy like hey the reason why kellen wants to do this is because he wants to have success here and you know Elevate. And Big Mike's
6: like, hey, yeah, hey. if you go to a team that doesn't have as good a defense as we have, you're going to need to do that and like the scoreboard up, maybe be playing from behind and we don't want to be that. Too.
0: Well, yeah, I like that Quinn had the backwards hat too. He's still Florida dance yep. after leaving Atlanta yep. and becoming the Dallas Cowboys D coordinator. They do have some monsters on the defensive side of the
1: ball. Yeah, dogs. I mean, Mike Parsons, defensive player of the year, candidate, but also when you look at the Cowboys, like their most exp- explosive player this year was Tony Pollard. Yep. It's like, hey, they probably wanted to give him more carries and maybe, you know, Kellum was Leaning towards passing because they also have dogs in the past. It would be tough,
0: right? I, I've never. I played Matt a couple of times. I've suffered embarrassing losses and said, "Yeah, I'm not doing this anymore because uh, these aren't good. Mm-hmm. These these things aren't good."
6: Didn't you play against Two Chains on some live stream event? No, no Katie, Nolan. Katie Nolan beat the, the shit be out of me chains. in that
0: game. Uh, uh, we, we were tr- cheating, too. We were trying to cheat, too, yeah. <laughs> yeah. How are you hey, cheating? Uh, he was screen-watching, I believe. Yeah,
2: they had some, something that they had set up. It was really <laughs> weird. We could see her plays while she was picking them, so we oh. could kind of you know, adjust
0: defense. But if you don't know how to – you don't, it yes. doesn't matter. Good luck.
6: Yeah, still got to stop them. Yeah, yeah,
0: so Ty was – Ty's a great player. We have a lot of – good. Connor's a great player. Like, mm-hmm. we have some great players in the office that have played Madden because a lot of humans have done that. And – I am just not I'm not one of them. But yeah, if I crazy. was to play Madden, I'd be throwing the ball every time. Every single time. Hard Unless hard. I had like uh, Lamar mm-hmm. or like for NCAA, Pat White. Right, sure. Okay, if that's like if there's just a cheat code, Michael Vick, I I yeah. assume oh, at t- yeah, different that times. Was if there's just a cheat code of some sort, like, okay, I will do that because it's the easiest way to have success. And that's what we're trying to do here, we're trying to win. I would throw the ball all over the place too, so I can't blame these offensive coordinators. I want to throw the ball all over the yard, but if you got like uh, Jonathan Taylor in the backfield, <laughs> yeah. you know, Derek or, yeah, or like Hammer. something like that, like there has to be a good balance, agent. That's where the adult has to step into the room. Like that's the evolution, the maturity of coaching, I think.
6: Yes, but it's also weird because you see, like the Chiefs can win a playoff game without running the ball. Like, things <laughs> happen like that. If you're if you're good, sometimes you can overcome that.
0: Six runs, seven runs,
6: four runs.
1: I think it was seven, but one of them was Mahomes, right?
0: Yeah, because Aq was all—it's uh, all Eagles today. They can't run. They yeah. can't run. run. Hold on, dude. That was a big loss for the big men. Oh yeah, huge. Ball. They couldn't move. <laughs> have you thought about that? Every oh yeah, the yeah. yeah. Sod Father's Apprentice. Apprentice. Did you hear about the update in the Sod Father tale?
6: Oh, I have not. No.
0: Massive story in the Sod world. Mm-hmm. So you know the Sod Father, 94-year-old sod ninety-four year old Sod Father. That we learned about after the field being so atrocious was a massive oh, storyline. No. What happened?
6: Is this, does this get dark?
0: He's still not alive, as dark still alive, still alive, still alive, yeah. still alive, yeah. okay, still, still, okay, still, still alive. Oh, jeez. I wouldn't do that. That would be something you would do. Jeez, yeah. No, what no, you no even? I was worried. I was worried. No, no, he's no. alive no. and well. That would be something For you now. would do. He's not well, just he's well, well. He's yeah. thriving. He's still got his fastball. So he came out and did an interview, and we – we're part of the problem. Only read like mm-hmm. a part of <laughs> a little blurb, little highlights. We did have somebody read the entire thing, followed up. Nick read the entire thing, followed up with an ask. So boom, 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 boom. Mm-hmm. And I got a yes. Nick went to school for like 45 years. Sod father, they had the apprentice, you know, the next king. Oh, no. The sod son, eldest. Mm-hmm. Next in line to be. He's here.
6: 79 years old.
0: Probably, uh, no, he, not he, actual, not son. actual, not actual son. son. It's like, in theory, son. Yes. This was obviously, he was, it was his sod. So he was doing it did all.
6: He, did the 94-year-old throw him under the bus?
0: Oh, Big yeah. I don't know. Oh, he did. Sod father said, he should have sanded it at least two more times. On Wednesday, whenever they watered it, they put the tarp immediately over top of it. Got to let that thing dry first. Then you put the tarp over top of it. Obviously, I tried to tell him. That's yeah. basically what the Sodfather Father said. <laughs> yeah. I tried wow. to tell him, and nobody listened to me. So, I think whenever we all buried the Sodfather, Father, because he's had a hell of a run. Hey, yeah. hell of a run. Hell of a run. Great work. Of run. Great work. Love you, Sodfather. Father. Just like Jerome Boger, hell of a run. Hell, hell oh, yeah. of a run. Oh, Jerome. Most recent work, though, nobody has liked. No, you mm-hmm. know what I mean, right? Father, more specifically. So it's hard to not overlook that because this dude's done every Super Bowl for. However long, ever time. So, like, we should thank this guy for his service to the yeah. NFL. But,
6: but also, you be pissed, right? Is, isn't he pissed that his name was getting thrown out there as the guy that took care of this view, yeah. but it was
0: really someone else? Yes. Bingo. Yeah, that's why he did this interview. He's like, whoa, okay. Whoa. That lazy
2: <laughs> son of a Set bitch.
0: Straight. I'm 94. People are just learning of my moniker. Mm-hmm. And now it's getting
2: <laughs> dismutched. Come on. I don't think so.
0: I don't. Where is a microphone? Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to the Sawfather. We knew it wasn't you.
6: Yeah. Did they really? Did he really say they they watered it and then put a tarp right on yes. top? I think anybody knows that.
0: On Wednesday, it was on Wednesday. So that thing had Without literally just anything. been. That thing had yeah. just been like kind of brewing. Yeah, soupy, Mumbling. soupy
6: diarrhea mess in there. Yeah.
0: I'll tell you what, it worked. If you need yeah. to make a soupy <laughs> diarrhea mess sod, yep. we got the solution. That's all only we sand it once. Water it on Wednesday, tarp it immediately. Yep. Don't let that thing see any air, any sunlight at all. No. Put that thing in the oven yep. with no exit.
6: Paint it, then paint it, and put the tarp on top of the paint, too, so it gels up and chunks up terribly. Boom. So now
0: we're taking the Hall of Fame game, yep. bringing it in. Yep. So yes. we got the worst. Yeah, you're right. That would be the right play. Those two have happened in NFL games before. I was at – it was Packers-Colts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Packers-Colts Hall of Fame game. You get put in a Hall of Fame game. Every player ha- hates it. Every coach hates it. Yep. Oh, uh, you got to report to the training camp earlier for a game that doesn't matter. And you're probably um, just going to travel to Ohio, stand there, and then fly back home. Right, that's oh, fine. Sounds fun. Oh, I get a longer training camp. Oh, yeah. thank you so much. Get to honor. old players. I happened to sprain my knee in practice that week. Damn. Going to get a snap, a snap one up over Snapper's head. I ran. Want to grab it, scoop it, and my foot got caught in like a uh, little bit, great grass, wasn't it? It mm-hmm. was a, got foot in it, boom, a little bit of a sprain, a little bit of a tweak. I was not even going to kick in the Hall of Fame game. Michael.
6: Did they have to sign him or, like quick or did they, was he already there? It was like two days beforehand.
8: Jeez.
0: God, he was so Michael, good. Lefty. Michael Chandler. Blur? Dicks. Pilardi, Pilardi, Pilardi. Michael <laughs> Pilardi, they signed him. First time meeting him, he comes in, he's bombing balls. I'm like, oh great. <laughs> I just uh <laughs> uh I just lost my job. Okay, that's what it is. That's great news, you know. Michael Pilardi bombing balls, bombing balls, bombing balls. Then we go to the Hall of Fame games like a couple of days later. We get there, I was not, I don't think I was gonna put shoulder pads on. I think I was just standing there or whatever. And the game gets completely canceled. Polardi doesn't get a chance. I felt so terrible for him. I was like, bro, I am. Cause he was murdering balls. I'm like murder. I came back a couple days later. I mean, I was sure yard. you were crushed. I'm sure yeah. you were crushed, man. I wanted you to
6: keep bombing balls in the game. You know, get out there and really show everyone you can do.
0: No, I, I think I would have. I would have been happy for him, dude, genuinely, because yeah. he'd been around a couple different places. I would have been happy for that him. Was almost what year was that? Uh, I don't know. We're supposed to play. That was the first time I ever met Aaron. Yeah, it was on the field beforehand. Quick, you think it's going to happen? No way. All right. And then I'm. Really and you
1: guys made that tunnel, right? For the yeah, for the, for <laughs> the, for the Hall Babers. of Famers We said, yeah. "Okay, yeah. you should have
0: heard the amount of." All right, baby. <laughs> A lot of those. Hey, baby, that was when I met the big fuck.
3: Yeah, Dave Baker. Uh-huh. I didn't
0: meet oh. him. He spoke to the team though. Miss you, Dave. He came into the. This dude. Is, he's alive. He's yeah, actually it. like this. <laughs> <laughs> this is like how wide he is. <laughs> he <laughs> walks in, he was a gentleman, you know, he does the whole thing. He's mm-hmm. sweating oh. through a suit, yeah, you know, through a suit oh, yeah. profusely. And he, like, he was the kindest speaking man. Oh, and mm-hmm. he was like, the only thing we care about is the players. It is actually the only thing we are filled of is players and coaches and the people that make this game happen. There's no way we can put you on that field out there and have a clear heart with it. There are thousands and thousands of fans out there, though, and they are expecting something. (laughs) Yeah. So what we're going to do, we're asking nicely, don't have to, don't feel obligated to. Like the way this giant of a human was talking about this to us, we were all very flustered because his voice did not match mm-hmm. how large he was and how kind he was being and how genuine it seemed when he was like, if you don't want to do it, we completely understand. But we just think that our fans who have come out here deserve something. And we're hoping that you will help us do that for them. And uh, we were like, hell yeah, bro. Everybody was like, fuck yeah. you, got it. Oh, okay. you. You, just, you want us to just go stand out there, dude? People panther. <laughs> Let me put my clothes right back on, here we go. Hey, yeah, all right, I had a baby. And then we got out of there. You mix that type of concoction that became like a magnifying glass, paint it, mm-hmm. tarp it, sun, melt it, yep. Yikes. glue the entire state or uh, end zone together, and the the middle of the field that they were looking at, then the soupy diarrhea mess. Yeah, oh yeah, you really got something there. We know it. We know how to do it now. And we're not we're no. nowhere near field people. No. No. no, no, no. Look how deep we are, huh? We got a vast <laughs> we amount of knowledge. Look the
6: range, so much range over here in the show.
0: I was talking to some people that do money stuff for a living mm-hmm. on that golf course. I'll tell you a place I don't know much. That's that place. It was a lot of. I had to do a lot of. Uh, my first time getting money and being around anybody with money uh 2009 what happened in 2008 guys tell me Mm -hmm. tell me that's what i said to these super money people and that was obviously the massive crash of everything housing market Mm -hmm. stock market yep basic full economic stop right is how i i don't i wasn't really bailouts
6: everything yeah it was bad deal
0: yeah so like all that but so as soon as i get to the nfl 2009 right i get drafted in there I'm around people with money now for the first time in my life. Everybody that had big money was just talking about how much money they just lost. Yeah. So in my head, I was like, never in oh, my, shit. so any dollar I get, I'm gonna know where it's going, okay? Like there's not just gonna be a wake up one day, poof, David Copperfield, your shit is gone. Mm-hmm. Like that is, I'm not gonna do that. And I've kind of held that in like for this entire time, not even thinking about it. Like when these NFTs came in, that was my first thought of like, all right, this seems like something we could. It's good content. Feels yeah. like people. It's an internet thing. A lot of buzz. We could do it. And then when we go to pull the trigger on something, we're talking to some people. I'm like, I don't understand. I I am not. I'm out. I don't get it. I don't fully understand it. I'm out. And obviously that was probably good move. A proper decision or whatever. But talking in that world, dude. When you're talking about dividends, assets, this and that, I'm like, I know nothing. He's a bond guy. He's a. I'm like, yeah. Okay. You are speaking a seventh language to me. I have no clue what any of that is. You're a big time investment guy, aren't you? Yeah, you're like entrepreneur, businessman. He got what? Fifth overall pick, like fifty yeah. million. Oh yeah. You At had least. to be. You had to be, right? Didn't you? What do you mean? Like money? You had to be like an investor guy with all that money you got. I assume there's a I lot. Mean, of, you didn't
6: have to, but yeah. I mean, I you definitely put your money to work and do a lot of different things, of course.
0: Oh, there was so much of that. You should have seen the one guy, Pat. Pat, Pat. we can't, can't have it. Can't have you doing what you're doing right now. (laughs) It would be irresponsible of me, now that I know you exist, to allow you to continue to do what you were doing. And I'm like, all right, man. If you want to put a pitch deck together, I'd love to. Whatever. They, They were so smart, though. Hey, it felt like genuine humans, too. Yeah. It like felt like good it's people. It's important, yeah. That's a whole different world. In that mm-hmm. business, yeah. If they're
1: not genuine, that's when you're not sure. Just gotta find, no, uh, my, find it's got to find one or two of... people you trust. Look what happened to Usain Bolt. It just came up. Uh, you got millions. It happens so much. Dude. Yes.
0: It feels like it happens so much. His financial person stole from him? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. Does that yeah. not scare the shit out of you that I had to have? You're, what, 20?
5: Absolutely,
6: but I, I trust two people around here that I do stuff with. That's so, what yeah. I'm saying. You were, what, 22 years old, 23? yeah i was lucky my pistol my dad helped me like figure that world out the financial people and all that and narrowed it down and i figured it out
0: 50 million as a 23 year old coming from zero dollars like could you imagine the amount of people that are pitching big ideas to
4: hey
0: oh my god God. God. we're the smartest people of all time that kind of happened me and me and phil sat down with a couple people it was hilarious dude
6: you can tell you can tell you're a good judge of people like i can tell instantly if it's going to work or not you can tell Phil like, is this awesome. This guy's a huge, this person's a complete douche, and I would never <laughs> want to do anything with him or not.
0: That was my big thought. Like, do I want this person anywhere near my money? Meh, nah, the answer is no. Yeah, no, I've already, you know, I bought a Cadillac Escalade the day I was drafted. I had no idea that that signing bonus wasn't coming for three months. Sure, how could you? Almost got that thing repoed, immediately had to go to the bank and show a fucking headline on an article on the internet. Yeah, it's coming. This is literally what I just agreed to. It's being reported. It's a real deal. Can we just... Kind of lazy, like, so I don't know anything, but meeting those people, it was like, nah, I'm gonna buy a wrestling ring instead. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna. Mm-hmm. Hey, don't buy a house until your second contract. Well, I already bought one, oh, so. yeah, I would, <laughs> I'm gonna go buy it. Hopefully, I'll be able to sell it. Oh, the housing market's terrible. It's like, well, nah. it's a lot better than that apartment I was staying in. <laughs> I'm just gonna try to enjoy this, and if it disappears, it disappears. Uh, AJ, this is gonna be a great hour. Let me tell you why. Oh, yeah. We got Denny Thompson joining us. He's Anthony Richardson's quarterback coach, has been his quarterback coach since he was a freshman in high school, okay? So he's literally seen this guy that everybody's talking about that is going to steal Combine Weekend is what everybody's saying. Anthony Richardson is going to steal Combine Weekend. He's going to be the moment. He's going to be the person talked about. Denny Thompson, who is owner of Six Points, quarterback talent developer in North Florida, okay? Okay. So, these quarterbacks, after, well, I guess even in high school nowadays, yeah, definitely in high school nowadays, they have like quarterback gurus. Jordan Palmer, Mm -hmm. I believe, is one of them there for Quarterback Summit. Yep. Um, There is George Whitfield. George Whitfield. Quincy Avery, Mm -hmm. I believe, is a guy, right? Is that his name? Yeah,
6: Sean. Tom House. I don't know if Tom House is still doing it, but he He was was a guy. guy.
0: Tom House. Denny Thompson, I guess, I don't think does a lot of like uh, big talking. Quite a list. Mm-hmm. okay resume pretty solid been doing it a uh, a long time is this i think this is overall great for the condition of the game is this what everybody does is this what people talk about only playing one sport like you get your own quarterback specialist as a high schooler like that sounds like a genius plan like good idea make you the best mm-hmm. player possible was this existing whenever we were coming up or no is this a very new thing i, uh, I don't think i, I think it's
6: it's more of a new thing from when I was in in high school, no question, because it's it, it still takes them away. Like, who, if they do have like a quarterback guru coach, they need to work hand in hand with that their high school coach as well. That's what the, I think. That's what's the hard thing to kind of navigate. Yeah,
0: it seems like a lot to go on, but it certainly be worthy. Like, you, yeah. a
6: player. you want a player though. Like, if you're a high school coach, you want a player coming to you and be like, "Hey, now nah, my dude told me I, I can't throw outside the right hash. I can only throw the left hash." Like, is that what like, happens? You, no, but I'm saying if you have a terrible guru, yeah, because there's. For every good one, there's probably a hundred terrible ones. Oh, so you're saying, oh, why am I so yeah, naive? Some, obviously. Guys, people selling snake oil, telling them how great they're going to make your kid. Yeah, of course there's going to be bad ones. Oh,
0: I didn't even Who think about him, that.
6: And then gets inside that kid's head. Oh, your coach your coach isn't using you the way he needs to use you. Yeah. Him. More drop back. He's got you all three-step and quick game. Like, does all that and pollutes
0: a kid's head. Oh, it becomes like excuse maker for, mm-hmm. yeah. so it he can happens. continue. The bad ones. Yeah. You should be in this
1: offense, not think uh, this, you know. I Denny
3: did Brock Purdy, too, I believe. Okay. okay. So Which I read an interesting interesting report about. What? You know how he still had the inflammation or whatever? Yeah because he was still using his right arm and right elbow to hold his massive penis when he was taking okay. a piss. Could be.
2: That, so then they switched. that
3: was reported? Yeah, he switched to his left hand, and now it's the swallowing is going to go down so he could have that surgery. Wait till it's you see that.
0: how he's able to throw with his left hand if that's the work he's been putting in. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? For what? That's like two months now at this point. Yeah. yeah. Rap- I Rap- put elbow. that out.
2: I mean what the fuck? The swelling's been going on since, you know, the play ice
0: your fucking elbow, dude. Jesus Christ. I don't think that was reported by Rap Sheet or any other of the insiders, AJ, but yeah, why was his I don't know much about how was that still
6: makes no what is sense. it? Didn't it say like if he waits, if he waits another month, then they're gonna have to start looking for a veteran QB? Yeah. I saw that. How that was re,
0: that was a report, and then uh, the internet immediately was like, "Don't they have Trey Lance? What isn't Trey Lance on their football team? What? Yeah. Why is that even? Is uh, he hoping
6: that they don't have to get surgery, or is he? What are we doing?
0: No, definitely getting surgery. I think there's just oh, a yeah. shot clock on it. Oh. There's, there's a. That's why they're saying if it has to wait another week or something or two weeks, they're gonna have to get. Say, in March 15th, obviously, is when they would have to make that decision. So, wow. I think that's why they're saying. There's a shot clock or a rush about getting a veteran quarterback, but they're not even bringing up Trey Lance. No,
1: he's an afterthought at this point. Like he's why already, is that? Have we all decided yeah. that? Why is that? I think yesterday when Rapsy talked about it, was because when Trey Lance, you know, started obviously at the Monsoon game, tough to tell, but he didn't pick it up right away. And then when Purdy came in, immediately was better. I mean, they cut uh, Nick Mullins
0: from. Training oh, so camp. because the team performed so much better with another yeah. rookie quarterback. Mm-hmm.
2: He also broke his leg. Like, he might not be ready to go
0: at the start of the season anyway. That's wild to think about, though, all those decisions and dynamics that are taking place. Because if you're in Trey Lance's camp, you got to be thinking, like, what the fuck's going on here? Know, is it,
1: well, it? Purdy, Purdy, Purdy it's it's a six- going to nine-month recovery. Like, couple, there's no chance he is ready.
8: You're going on a couple years now with Lance of not playing any meaningful football. Remember, he barely played a senior year of college. Hey,
0: Aaron Rodgers, three years, right? Didn't mm-hmm. play? Yep. Is that what it was? Yeah. Yeah, he sat for three. That is absurd. Could you absurd. imagine yeah, that? <laughs> Never happen again. Were you there for what? He actually is
6: right now with the Packers.
0: You're there. Yeah, we yeah you're right. <laughs> yeah,
6: you're a good point. Hey,
0: you were there for what? Two, two, two of yeah. those years?
6: He got drafted uh,
0: in 05. I got drafted in 06. So I, I was there when he was sitting for two years. So we we don't know him nearly as well as you. And, I'm, and by we, I'm just literally talking about all of us in the universe, uh, in other universes than, right. than you because you've yeah. been around. Multiverse. Yeah. What was that like? There had to be just moments after a practice where he just was fucking
6: all the time. No, during practice. I told, I've told you a million times like he would run the cards and he would make multiple throws every single day that nobody else could make. And our linebacker coach would just like our D coordinator. We're watching it after practice and he wouldn't say a word. He would just slow mo go back and forth on the throw, like right down the seam, a perfect ball where he dropped one in somewhere. And we're like, geez. Yeah, this guy's got it. Like we're we're in good hands eventually.
0: So I've done that cards before for in the NFL for the Colts in the first regime. They had me working during practice. Second regime was like we can handle this. But that whole I couldn't even imagine Aaron Rodgers doing that because the defense they don't they're trying to figure out what coverage we're going to run against this play when it comes. So like early in the week, you're having well they'd have to.
6: Hey, you know sometimes sorry to cut you off. Sometimes just reminded me sometimes you'd have to. Like protect dudes' egos and be like, hey, you know this dude this week can't make that throw, right?
0: Like you're covered. You had great coverage
6: there. Don't worry about you're there. Like that throw is not coming on Sunday.
0: Yeah, seriously. And and that was like when I was throwing. I felt like I was like the perfect person for it because I was I'm I can throw a ball, but I'm not. You know what I mean? I'm not fucking Aaron, the greatest thrower of a football of all time. So picks are coming, and my confidence isn't getting because there's sometimes backup Mm. quarterbacks that go and do that. They don't want to have picks on film. No. So they're throwing a the ball like away yeah. as opposed to like mm-hmm. anything like that. I don't give a fuck. I've thrown 50 picks in one week. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? I will, I, I will do that. <laughs> and it, I couldn't even imagine Aaron Rodgers running that practice against you guys. Couldn't even because it's like an easy early in the week. It's very simple. So it's like you can figure out, <laughs> oh, my God, was he pissed the whole time? Well, what was
5: yeah,
6: that? well, no, he was always, like, juiced, and he and Brett got along, like, would always go back and forth because he would get reps with the ones. Obviously. Did they get along? Dude. Hey. Whoa. Yeah, they did. Shoot, they did. shoot, shoot. Yeah, for shoot, which means I am serious. Uh, yeah, they did. They honestly did. Okay. And they, they would joke. You know, Brett's. he was always doing, like, they always, well, oh, trying to catch the ball over your shoulder. Not right. okay. more. They not always not did all that more. stuff. Well.
0: You know, Not taking you know, jokes allegedly, very well allegedly. anymore. Allegedly. Well, yeah. I mean... We'll, Long time, ago. Can, Long time, I, can time I, ago. can I predict how this is going to go? Please. I think it's going to be good result, and then I think we're going to eventually move on. I would like to see him right here. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. be sweet. And, and, like, let's just... You know awesome. what I mean? Like, let's just get... Mm-hmm. Let's, let's do Clear it. Clear the air. You know what I mean? Like, let's... What are we doing? I think that's what yeah. a lot of people said that I've talked to outside. Like, what are we doing? What are we doing? What are we doing? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you have the state auditor on the same... If that person's saying something, other people are going to believe it. Believe it yeah, or not, mm-hmm. that's a person of authority who would only have the answers. What are we doing? What are we doing? What about HBO? <sighs> that's all I'm asking. What, are we, what are we put even, our swords down? What do we even do it? But with that being said, going forward, what was being alleged? Yeah. I mean, what it was what certainly are, being alleged. What are we, like, doing? we didn't create this. We didn't create this thing. It was certainly being alleged. But it was alleged that they did not get along. So I wondered, like, if him slicing and dicing on those cards for two years pissed off Brett, and that's why they didn't get along. You're saying they did get along. I and- think it may
6: have sharpened him. Iron sharpens iron. I'm sure Brett saw him slanging it, and Brett's like, hey, I'm slinging it. Brett didn't miss practice ever like you. I don't think he wanted anyone getting comfortable with Aaron Rodgers as the starting quarterback for Green Bay because he probably knew, like, hey, this dude could play. That's smart. Aaron, though, he just knew that one day he would just. Yeah. He had, yeah, he, he, I don't remember him throwing picks ever when he was uh, playing scout team quarterback, but he was never scared to throw a pick. I know that.
0: How about as a human, though? Like off the field, he's just chilling. Great. Like, young, hey, good to young. see you guys.
6: Yeah. Like young,
0: fun. Like, yeah awesome so not just like miserable yeah. like i'm getting no yeah, not off. at He's all not no he
6: was actually he would he brought a bunch of juice because he was competing every single and he was competing against our d coordinator our d line coaches you know he would talk to all of them the whole time
0: hey what an interesting guy man honestly yeah yeah interesting story because people forget about him being benched you know for mm-hmm. a couple years oh yeah
2: well when the, the packers drafted brian brahm in like the second round two years yep. after they drafted him in the first
6: yep. round
0: yeah, so yeah. people forget about that now at this stage, like, hey, the human you see, there might be a reason why there's a couple Yeah. Hard a bit. You know, yeah. I mean, there's there's been a lot of things said and done if you go back in the like that's Jordan Love, I guess, is the only human. There would be drama coming out of this so loud from somebody's camp, normally, you would think. Oh yeah. And Jordan Love's handled it pretty well. Hey, Jordan Love, and I think we've been this way from the beginning. And if we haven't, somebody can call us out for it. He motherfucks on draft night, one of the greatest moments of all time, yeah. Mad Mel. And that wasn't at Jordan Love. No. That was that you just pissed off, Aaron. Situation, yeah. Now we got to do this. Mm-hmm. We're one player away maybe from a Super Bowl. We were just in the NFC Championship. We clearly need another weapon. We haven't drafted a weapon forever. Let's go win a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. That was what the anger was from. Right. We We literally tried our best, I think, to be like, not Jordan Love's fault. Mm-hmm. Like, this is not this dude's fault. He's living his fucking dream, too. Like, this is not his fault. He looked good against Philly, man. He did. He did. He really from, did. from where he was, and he looks a lot like Aaron, too. So, it's like they're putting in a lot of work together, I think. You know, I think that is happening, yeah. AJ.
6: Absolutely. And, he, I mean, he sits there and think about all their, like, quarterback individual periods they go through. He gets to sit there and learn and watch from Aaron. And then also what would be the most valuable thing is watching practice and watching games with him and hearing, like, the thought process of why he threw the ball here as opposed to there. That, I think, I mean – that's like a, it's like a master class. What, didn't Jameis say he was going to Harvard and Yale or whatever? So yeah, you know? down
0: there at the Saints. Yeah. And you remember what you just said about your D coordinator with a pass Aaron did on the, on the scout team or whatever? You don't think mm-hmm. Aaron and quarterback coach are doing that with Jordan? Like, hey, if this guy takes one step this way, we know what? Cover what? Three. Boom. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So now we go like that type <laughs> of shit that is just so high level that we kind of get a taste of, right? Mm-hmm. Everything DB, in the trenches, with what Pagano does, we get kind of a taste of. Think about when they're just talking amongst themselves. Yeah, Like, Aaron does not care if Jordan Love doesn't understand it. Aaron's trying no. to talk to get better and get to an answer, yeah. and it's like, hey, need you to we're not teaching you but you need to not get waiting for you you need to get to where yeah. mm-hmm. we are with this whole thing imagine sitting in that room every single fucking day like that is a huge asset and it seems like jordan yeah. has taken it in go ahead it. yeah
1: well and that's the other thing like aj said well we were running you know the our defense and aaron was running the scout team you knew okay we got a guy like when jordan played it was one thing to watch him be like oh he's been it but then after darius slay coming out and saying like hey this guy can spin the rock like he's not just some bum. Some bum. Like the Packers are going to be okay with Jordan Love playing, and that's why it does feel like you know whatever happens happens. I'm excited just to see Jordan Love play eventually, and I'm not sure if he is uh, like not stirring beef these first few years. But wasn't there like rumblings that he didn't want to not. You know, wait behind Aaron anymore, anymore, or that he wanted? I to don't get think a shot. So. Uh, There,
2: there was just the report that if he wasn't named starter this year, that he was going to request a trade. But I don't know if that's
0: actually yeah, true. Yeah, not or that's sure. just, Which I think we would all be like, yeah, yeah it would make sense, mm-hmm. especially in yeah. the quarterback needy NFL that we're in. right. Yeah, and he's, go, I
1: mean, he's getting towards the end of his first contract, so it's like if
0: he has this
3: played, is he so, last year, yeah, he, you know, what's he doing, AJ?
6: No clue, man. What do you say on Aubrey's podcast?
0: Oh, shit. Yeah, you probably know, huh? Drunk on a cruise one night, get back. Mm -hmm. Oh, you want Aubrey Marcus's podcast. What's up, loser? No No socks, no Mm -hmm. shit. What are you (laughs) doing? What are you doing, dude? Have you talked to him?
6: (laughs) Yeah, I've talked to him. Okay, good. I don't know what he's doing.
0: Good spirits? Yeah, Yeah, good spirits after the darkness? Yeah,
6: see my great spirits. I didn't get to see the podcast do with Aubrey yet, but yeah. I saw a promo video.
0: For the Darkness. Okay. From Aubrey. Mm -hmm. I believe it was in the video. yeah. And it was like some people spend life like either waiting or avoiding the darkness and other people choose or seek it or something like that. Yeah, hell yeah. And I was like, holy hell, I never framed it that way, I guess. Yeah, oh yeah. That's an interesting. Hey, Aaron sounded like he really enjoyed it. Is that accurate? Yeah,
6: it seems like he he felt like it was very beneficial. What, What that means, I don't know, though.
0: Oh, you do? Yes, you yeah, do. You, oh, you do. son yeah, of a bitch. i told Just you a million it. times I don't think he's
6: retiring. Why would you quit?
0: Okay. All right, put on a ticker. Yep. AJ Hawk, look, I said a million times. Mm-hmm. I don't <laughs> think no, he's retiring. You get so mad. You've been in a couple of these, what, like the last oh, couple yeah. of years? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. Where this dude has the information. It Right behind that massive jawline that mm-hmm. you got there. Mm-hmm. And then you go up a little bit there's this massive rock in there. Yep. Okay. <laughs> massive Taking rock. Taking up space. And right now, that yeah. massive rock has all mm-hmm. of the answers. That's mm-hmm. right. And he's going to continue because this part of the rock is like, deny, deny, mm-hmm. deny. And on this side, it's like, He's not retiring. You know, you know, you know, you and know. Like, it just like creeps in. He creeps in every once in a while and then boom, he fires it out. Oh, I don't think he's retiring. Then he goes back, deny. Nah, but I don't know. I don't know. Deny, deny this. No, like- he
6: gets mad. He gets mad when I tell him he's
0: not retiring. He's like, what do you know? Do you know what I'm going
6: to do? It's like, no, but I don't think you're retiring.
0: Hey, just real quick. Was I the only person that saw this? Because I actually I DM'd Brandon Marshall and called him, are you Scoops McGee? He said that Aaron retired, right, didn't he?
2: Yeah, he did. He had, like, a long video about congratulations. Oh, really? I, you're my favorite quarterback ever. Uh, I think oh. he made the whole thing up. I don't know where he got his information. The four GMs over. thing
6: I saw. you talking about the four GMs? He said four GMs call me? That came afterwards. I'm like, holy shit. He's
0: very much Now, the first one, oh. he, I mean, I don't know. He, he made le- it up, allegedly. Actually, no. That's my opinion. He made that up.
2: He has, I mean, I just don't think – I saw that, and we don't know, of, right? No,
1: you, no idea. No, we don't Did know. You say he
2: retired? He yes, said it was. Retiring? It was like a congratulations oh, yeah. on your mm. career post.
0: Oh, okay, it was. It was Like I saw it. Somebody tweeted it to me. And I was like, "Oh shit, he's retiring." Okay, mm-hmm. my first. I, then I started just going into the darkness how it had to have went. Yeah, he's laying in that darkness. He's like, "I have a time in my life. More time to do stuff like this." Yeah, <laughs> you know, like that's that's literally as Brandon Marshall was saying. Because like Brandon Marshall, I am athlete, massive brand. Mm-hmm. Like he's very mm-hmm. much in the media. I think he's on Fox sometimes. I think he's uh-huh. on ESPN sometimes. Yeah. Like he is obviously crushing it. So <laughs> him saying, "I'm like," he must have a connection, and that's where I think, "Oh, he must have a connection to Aubrey's podcast." Somebody at the podcast Ooh. might like maybe showed him a clip. Maybe that's what comes out from the podcast the next day. So I started thinking about all that type of stuff. Like I, I just started trying to piece it together. And then I texted Brand Marshall. I said, you, or I DM'd him, you scoops McGee right now? Like question mark. Like genuinely.
1: Like, Curious.
0: Is this, is this is, that's a big deal. You yes. know, if he is, because then we know that the darkness, because I don't, every time we talk to him, well, we're like, he's not retiring. Yeah. No. He was giving answers, you know. He was not reti- – it's like, you're, that's not how you're going. That's not going to be your last year. And then in, on Aubrey's podcast, I didn't get to listen to the entirety because I, I was golfing. And uh, I mm-hmm. chose to put my phone away to yeah. enjoy yeah. it yep. the exactly. whole time. Right move. Didn't he Good say, job. like, he still feels like he's got great football left? <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, I've
2: been doubted before, you know, and I went out and won two MVPs.
6: It doesn't sound right. like he's retiring.
0: Yeah, and and every time he's talked to us, it's like every. But answer. if he was retiring, that is something he would do to throw you off the set. Absolutely. And that is something that the deny, deny, yep. deny on this side. You know what now I mean? Just knowing
6: him, you know, he would love to play games. Like not not play games, but to to think. Yeah, you don't. You do not know what I'm going to do. How
0: about do. him taking a shot at Rapaport in there? I, guess, I saw that clip. How did like, Did you guys talk to Rapseed about it? Is, everybody is entitled to their own opinion. It's a free world. Mm-hmm. Like that whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that was his kind of answer. I fucking love that guy. Yeah, Rappaport. he's awesome. the best. He's great. He is awesome. Did you see him throw the ball over the net, back bank off the back wall into a hole? I missed that. I saw he was skiing. I saw that. Yeah, he did go skiing. Relax. Yeah. Calm and down. he. um <laughs> <What>? Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> you know, it's know you, you, are, you are. There's yeah. either
0: four to five different directions
6: yeah. you could have went with that. No, but now that you mentioned it, I do have a lot of different questions. But I'll you continue. I'm sorry.
0: Yeah. Nonetheless, the uphill ski, skiing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There it is. You know, of course, you don't ski uphill. You yeah, know, no, it's not I mean, a. That's snowshoeing. Yeah. I don't know. What if wide. he was cross-country? Cross country's the worst. <laughs> what if he was cross? What oh. about those snowshoes? You oh, ever yeah. see people doing that? Uh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Fun. What's that?
6: Those look like fun. I've never tried them. Oh, they don't.
0: For how long? Like fun for how long you think?
6: Well, I mean, if you it, as opposed to, hey, walking in snowshoes or walking just in my normal like boots, if I get all yeah. that surface area to you know, help me out.
0: I agree. Like if I'm going to a store in town and I gotta walk and yeah, I'm, I'll see the kids sure. later. Yep. You know what I mean? And I'm coming back, <laughs> I would certainly enjoy. The snowshoes. Mm-hmm. But there's people that do, like, marathons. Miles. In, in the middle of, like, uh, the Arctic and those things. Like, hiking. I guess that's their hiking. I just think of my calves just actually. Mm-hmm. I, I walked. Hip flexors. flexors. Yeah. Yeah. These yeah. Last... yeah. Walked... How'd that go? How'd w- it go? I walked, f- what was it? How many? 43 holes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Jeez. 43 holes. Pretty
3: that's flat. a lot. Of course, it's pretty flat. Or...
0: I played... 18, 16, and 9.
7: That's
0: right. I thought I was giving a hint. You know what I mean? I thought I was given a hint. Like, we're having a pretty good time. Having a pretty good time. And it was like early morning, tea time next day. And the clock is getting a little bit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Sure. And we're having a blast. I mean, it was a good time. Good things are happening. I'm having a good time. Conversation sparks up. And I'm told, like, hey, uh. We hit the turn about 10:30, 10:45, whole 10. It's like perfect. You know what I mean? That'll be like a perfect, perfect thing here as we go. And uh, I thought I took that immediately as like, oh, that's a hint right there. Yeah. Okay, got it. Yeah. All right, sweet. All right. So I'm. I'll put
2: it back. I'll put and, it I'm back sleeping,
0: yeah. and I'm sleeping. And yeah. I'm sleeping a little bit. Back. Like, hey, all good. So then I I changed my night clock schedule mm-hmm. because of what yeah. I thought. Right. Happened. to I'm getting to sleep in tomorrow. Yeah. No, no offense was no, no offense was taken at all. It was just like, Oh, cool. I get to sleep in a a little bit longer. And then I get a wake up from somebody, um, that maybe plays played quarterback for a uh, New York football team. Mm -hmm, Sure. Door open in room. You're going to sleep. That's what you're going to do. And, um, Huh? what's that Morning. you're gonna you're gonna sleep that's what you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna sleep in like what are we what are we doing that what you get uh we we got a hole and you're gonna what are you gonna do do Twitter you know you're gonna be oh that's awesome like that whole thing and I was like, whoa whoa immediately I go into whoa, 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 I was giving a hint, you know what I mean I was giving not by said person that was waking up, Mm-mm. another person, not even no. in that family, somebody else yeah, though. Much. And he was like, almost so. I've never seen somebody that early in the morning disgusted with me. And that's tough. You know what I mean? I have never seen, it was hilarious. I ended up like almost Eli is hilarious. <laughs> yeah. I would like to let everybody know AJ fucking hysterical human being like next level. Eli Manning, hysterical human being. I was just going to sleep in, though. But at playing that golf, walking the entire time, calves. It's a lot. Calves, AJ. These what
6: kind of what golf shoes did you wear?
0: I wore the same Jays, yeah. Mm-hmm. Wore the oh, same Jays every all. because I assumed they're broken in now. Yeah, smart. You know, yeah. My my issue with them was I wore them brand new and walked 18 holes for the first time in my life in a round that didn't count towards the tournament mm-hmm. that, you know, mm-hmm. I probably could have just rode a golf cart in. Sure. Chilled. But A.J. Hawk and Aaron Rodgers basically told yeah, me world, nobody man. rides a golf cart. Yeah, everybody does, except for mm-hmm. A.J. and I Aaron think. pretty much is the case. But that's a whole experience, A.J. I feel better than I felt at Tahoe, but yeah. certainly locked up a little bit last night in the middle of my sleep. That's a tough thing that the golfers do that we never really even think about, I don't think.
6: I guess you got to get into like that walking golfer shape up and down hills hitting a shot and taking time in between. Yeah. That's why it's you're doing like,
1: the thing with the, you yeah. know, with the simulator. You're hitting a shot going to the treadmill, yes. walking yeah. incline and then you're going back to the simulator. The
0: yeah. issue with the simulator too I found out. What's that? Tough. Whenever you're just like standing on a, like a Side so of a hill.
6: Oh, oh like a, a hill. Yeah, you okay. never get, there's no
1: flat, you don't get any flat standard can't simulate in that. Real not, that. You put a textbook or something underneath it. You
0: know, when you're doing, <laughs> yeah. uh, like, you're actually. Yeah. You having hit like no. that. You're doing this, you're like, yeah, this is probably proper enough choke down, mm-hmm. Right, yeah. yeah. Off the fucking thing, about midway through. Let's just baseball bat that thing. Yeah. Well, you can't baseball bat that because it's plugged like this far or Whoa. whatever. So we, we gotta go like down through and out. oh yeah, yeah, got that, yep, got that. Boom, <laughs> right back into a worse spot behind yep. you. Oh, all of a sudden we got a 10 on the scorecard. That mm-hmm. was fun. The round was a blast. That happens. Is, that <laughs> is the downfall of the simulator, I do believe. I learned quickly, 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 AJ. Well,
6: especially uh, any nice course, you're never ha- you never have like a flat stance wherever
0: you're hitting the ball other than on the tee box. <laughs> Joining us yet again, a man who is live from some room that he's probably not supposed to be calling us from, but we appreciate the fact that he is because we want a little bit of intel on the man that's about to steal the weekend. Now, Travis Kelsey's on Saturday Night Live. That's John right. Jones is back in the Octagon. And coming out of the combine, you're probably going to be talking about Anthony Richardson, his quarterback guru since he was a freshman in high school, Denny Thompson.
8: <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Let's try it again.
0: Hey, it's all good. Happens all the time. Literally, uh, all the. Th- oh no! Oh, Danny. <laughs> now we're back.
8: Yeah, don't do it. Yep. We're good. I'm sneaking around here a little bit, fellas. I'm gonna walk around so yeah. we can so we can make this work. Hey. I'm gonna. Oh, right! Go to brave the brave oh, oh,
0: Whoa! Oh, oh. You were good. Hold! Right hold! Right there. right there! Hold! Oh, you probably do not want to be around all anybody right. else. There you go. Hope the pass is okay. We appreciate you, Denny, my man. Let's dive right into it. We knew that Anthony Richardson was going to potentially steal Combine weekend because of all the physical attributes and the highlights that he showed last year at Florida. We all remember the two-point conversion, pump fake, Mm -hmm. spin move, electric factory early in the season, but then there wasn't as much success for the Florida Gators. His name starts coming up, especially with Jalen Hurts' success and Shane Steichen and what the NFL is becoming. What's he going to do this weekend? Do you think it's going to wow people? And in the classroom, in the meetings, allegedly he's been the greatest all weekend. Did you expect that from your guy, Anthony?
8: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely expected that. Yeah, no doubt. He's a really smart guy, um, really intelligent guy. He's surprised by it's just his passion, his obsession about not just the game of football, but about the craft and about winning and, and, and how does he continue to get better? And so, you know, as you work through this process, you spend a lot of time with these guys and and you just start to see it coming together. And you mentioned I've worked with him forever and I have, but we have our whole team on him now. We have... Oh, boy. We have Will Hewlett, who is one of the best quarterback trainers in the world on him. And it's just... his drive to get information and his drive to be better is the part that's going to make him um, separate himself from the rest of the people. That's
0: amazing. I can't wait to watch it. Can't wait to hear it. And it sounds like a perfect quarterback for the Indianapolis Colts. Hey, Jay, you have a question for Denny? He...
6: Uh, uh, Denny, I, w- I was wondering, I've heard the late, great Mike Leach talk about he always wanted to recruit quarterbacks that had, had great accuracy because he felt like he couldn't really coach that. Is that something like that you work on with players and is that, do you think there's any truth to that statement?
8: Yeah, I, I think there's a lot of truth to that. I, I think the inaccuracies come from a bunch of different variables, right? It's it's are the receivers in the right places, the timing the right thing, is mechanically all that kind of stuff. And so once we really dialed into mechanically how we could kind of stop over rotation because he's a big, powerful athlete, the accuracy kind of fixed itself on air, right? Now, I, we'll see as we go through Um, but he's not, I wouldn't call him an inaccurate thrower. And I think that's something else. The ball pops out of his hand. He knows where it's going. Um, I I don't think that's going to be an issue long term for Anthony, but I do agree that for some people it is a major issue.
0: Yeah, I think so. Like fundamentals are the accuracy is an indicator that something's wrong, right? Right. Could be grip could be uh rotation could be arm could be what you're looking at sure. could be doing all that stuff how important this quarterback guru stuff we've obviously learned of it it's is this a newer uh business and what is like the the goals whenever like quarterbacks sign up as high schoolers like i want to make it to the nfl like this is a success story obviously for you your business yeah, yeah, and yeah, as yeah. a whole yeah
8: yeah yeah no doubt no doubt i mean this is really cool we had brock last year and he came to a sport draft prep, so I didn't have him growing up. So this is, this is special. This is definitely special. And, uh, I mean, the goal with this is all the same. It's, it's eventually the ultimate goal for everybody is to win a Super Bowl. And so that, that's where we're at with this. It's like we got steps that we have to do before we can even accomplish that. But combine training, any type of training, anything you're doing, the goal should be championships.
0: Perfect. T- and, and
8: that's what I appreciate about, appreciate about Anthony.
0: Perfect timing for his play with everything that's happening right now. All of his gifts seem to be very welcomed in the men's league at this exact moment and pay a shit ton of money and have so much success. I hope it happens. I can't wait to watch it all unfold this weekend. And thank you for your time in the middle of a hectic week. Ladies and gentlemen, Danny Yeah. I he heard a lot of stuff in there. Guy, he said he works his ass off is what I heard. That's yeah, all I care about.
6: Huge. Yeah, he cares. He's passionate. I and mean, that's what GMs and owners care about as well.
0: That's all they're trying to find out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is this guy the guy that's going to work he his he loves
6: ass? ball? A lot, of, a lot of GMs, front office people, they're like, we just want to know if this dude loves ball. Like if he loves football. Or he loves... You can either love football or you can love what football brings you. You'd rather have a guy love football.
0: Do what you love and you'll never work a day in your life. Mm-hmm. Hell, Hell
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. So,
0: if... The person that you're looking at to take a position loves what they're doing, probably going to commit more to it naturally, just naturally, just naturally going to want to watch more, going to want to invest more, going to want to be more in tune, going to want to learn more, going to want to work more. It's like all that just naturally comes with it. And we're not, this is not just Anthony Richards' conversation. This is draft conversation. Yeah. That is the most important part of it all. Because when you uh, get paid or things go wrong or all hell, like, are you still going to put in work and try to get better? I love hearing that he's got a great work ethic. He's ready to go. Because you would think that he'd be able to naturally just chill, show up. Yeah, and fucking be better than everybody. Mm -hmm. So to hear that he also is an incredibly (laughs) hardworking, striving for greatness, like all day, like, oh, this is a guy. This is why everybody's thinking he's going to be a conversation (laughs) piece for the number one overall pick. I can't wait to see him in Indianapolis. I can't wait. Yeah,
1: exactly. And with how, like, the league kind of protects its quarterbacks and with how much it is a quarterback-driven league, he can play for a long, long time. It's not like we're – before maybe it was, you know, a 10 – 15-year career like Anthony Richardson could realistically
3: be a 20-year quarterback for the Colts. It could be Ballard's favorite because you know Ballard was talking about you you know you got to go up to one to get your guy maybe you don't because maybe he realizes that or maybe the consensus that Bryce and CJ are going to go and he said if he sits at four he's got no problem going with fucking
0: could you imagine Chris Ballard going into that night yeah it's like a card game yeah Mm -hmm. I know what we want to do how do we go about getting there and then Jim Mercer is going to be like, Do you love the guy? Let's fucking just go get him. What are we talking about? Yeah. Do, do we want the boxing glove that was punched in the head? Yeah, let's go get it. Yeah, what, that's what we do. Let's just, I love, I've been in Chicago my whole life. I know a lot about Chicago. We can give him a couple guitars and trade. I mean, we'll be able to really get, let's go get him. I think that's how Jim is. It's a fascinating thing. A lot, Allegedly, the Carolina Panthers were in love with him. Oh, yeah.
1: They like are obsessed with them. Allegedly. The, the reports allegedly. that they're talking about. But when you talked about Danny Dimes yesterday for the Colts, it kind of got my brain moving a little. You know who's a lot like Danny Dimes, who also could work in the Steichen you know, offense, who isn't really a top guy that Bauer might want to trade back for? Max, Max Duggan. No talk about him at all. And he kind of is almost like the, hey, this guy won. He's he's a grinder. Obviously, he had his heart surgery and then came all the way back from him. And he, you know, he led his team to the. I'll go team. one better.
0: Go ahead, Stetson Bennett.
3: Boom, both out there. Boom.
0: That forty-five-year-old. I'm talking about. and hey, everybody makes jokes about him being old, bro. He's old.
3: Yeah, sure. Like,
0: what do you, what do you want from us? Now, there's yeah. like twenty-nine-year-olds that play at some positions, mm-hmm. and like I think twenty-eight-year-olds and thirty-year-olds. I think even what? At some different position punter. A lot of punting. Thirty-year-olds. Mm-hmm. But what he does and how he plays, yeah. and if we just watch how he plays, I, there's a team that's going to think like, "Oh, this is this year's Brock Purdy. This is yeah. a guy who's going to be able, to, very accurate, can mm-hmm. move, is mature, smart." I would assume that people are going to. George, I think, is a pretty
6: mm-hmm. played on the biggest stage possible, multiple times, mm-hmm. and is a
0: dog. Right, hasn't lost in a long you time. You worry about him
2: undersizes potentially dude. raising hell down in Athens. Though. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if that, you know, there just rumors floating around that he was raising hell
4: down in Ass. <laughs>
0: that is what a dog fan told us. Yeah, right. really? yeah we, that was at the yeah. national championship. We ran into um, a dog fan somewhere. After, they came up to us, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. came up to us, and we're like, "What's that's in like cool dude?" He's like, "Great dude, great time." Raising Hail in Athens, <laughs> like, like any twenty-five-year-old should. <laughs> yeah, it, it was, it was all like the guy's admiration as yep. he was speaking for Stetson. He's like, his dream human was happening. Yep. It was like, it was awesome. It was awesome to hear. But yeah, I don't know if you're just necessarily banking on Stetson to be your starter if you need one for your program. But that's a guy I think is going to get viewed very highly because of recent success and because he's a winner. Like people like like winners are liked by. People in perfect like, that is something that people enjoy. Hen and Hook is another conversation. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that's a whole nother- – and that's why – He was impressive.
6: No. He was an impressive human, for sure, too, when we spoke to him at the Super Bowl. Like, I – yeah, that dude seems to love ball.
0: Yeah, Max Duggan, though. I didn't even think about no, the dog mean. that is Max Duggan. You'd want that dude in your building. Yeah, he runs the rock, too. Yeah.
3: Between the tackles.
0: Wait, is he throwing at this thing?
3: Oh, yeah, I think so. I know he's getting interviewed. He should, but he should mm-hmm. be throwing.
0: We got Max Duggan slinging it. C.J. Stroud mm-hmm. slinging it, Will Levis slinging it, mm-hmm. who said, I got a fucking cannon. That's right. When yeah. is this?
6: Saturday? When do they throw it? Saturday. Saturday, yeah.
0: yeah. He yeah. said, um, they asked him why he's throwing it. He said, I got a fucking cannon. Mm-hmm. Fuck off. It's unreal. much. That's not what he said. That's not what he said. Bill Levis. <laughs> That's what I'm he said. I'm in the middle of one. Right? I can't. Yeah, you know what right. mean? I mean? Right. I got to make sure everybody knows that is not his exact quote. <laughs> his quote, though, was similar to that, though. Mm-hmm. I think he said. I got a cannon. I got
2: a cannon. I want to show it off.
0: Yeah, what are we doing? Yeah, I throw this forever. Always mm-hmm. have. You should have seen when I was. He's from Massachusetts, I believe. Yeah, Newton.
1: Played uh, high school football in Connecticut.
0: And then he transferred nice. from Penn State mm-hmm. yep. to Kentucky. Yep. And I, Ryan Leaf, who's been on Good Morning Football, got a chance to catch up with Ryan Leaf at Super Bowl. Great to see him. Yeah. His family, met his family. He's so tall. Mm-hmm. His wife? Taller than him. So tall. Yeah. yeah. And they have a kid who's, I don't know, like three years good. old. Yeah. Up yeah, to here. Yeah. Five-nine five already. Yeah. already. Chet Holmgren, look out. Kid was full handshake. Yeah, me. I, I right. don't know how old that child was. It was <laughs> probably six. Almost eye to eye with me. Yeah. Like, I, I was almost like a little bit offended. <laughs> nuts, yeah. By what <laughs> was, was Next going generation. On. Was wow. like, oh my god. Yeah. Ryan Leaf showed th- uh showed some throws from Will Levis this morning, and he was can't teach arm talent. I mean it was, it was it was him. very there were some good ones. there's turnovers there's a bunch of other stuff but he's so he wants to sling it yeah Mm -hmm. um also anthony richardson's gonna be Mm -hmm. spinning it he's got a cannon Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. should be a good show should be a fireworks
6: show great show you usually don't have that many quarterbacks that you know of that are thrown at the combine.
0: bingo that's why we were talking earlier about the combines back that's right because if this happens and all goes well because how were you on for the was he on for the nil convo i don't Mm -hmm. yeah I think wins. that's why the Combine's back. I think that's oh, why these guys. Yeah, oh, when yeah. you talked
4: about
6: yeah, it. Yeah. I think it, that's definitely a possibility I wasn't thinking
0: of. You know, because that's a good, just an easy clip. Yeah. Put a little song behind it. Yeah.
1: Vlog. I mean, what do we.
0: A couple of selfies with a couple of the other guys. Like, yeah. it's the Heisman trip. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, a lot of those types of things. That's yeah. easy content. And they're already, I don't want to say they're already rich, but most of these guys would be too scared to maybe tweak an elbow yeah. at a Combine, which is such a joke. Because you're going to be a professional fucking football thrower. Yeah. So yeah. like, you're doing it for, at an NFL function in front of every NFL team. Mm-hmm. Like, you would think that you would not be scared or you're gonna get injured, but I guess it is extra wear and tear. That's uh-huh. right. You know, whatever the case is. But I think it's always been like, scared to drop in stock, lose money or whatever, draft stock. Yeah. They
6: already got money. If a guy's already known, But if a guy's already known, hey, you're gonna be a top 10 pick, they're like, hey, there's no reason to throw at the draft. It's only, or the combine, It'll only, it can only hurt you, basically.
0: Yeah, your draft stock. But if you're already got money, And you know you're a baller. Yeah, you're
6: going to get drafted. Like, I know. You're confident confident Mm -hmm. in what you can do. As we see, these quarterbacks seem to be very confident. C.J. Stroud, didn't he say he's the best one there?
0: And you can make content. Yeah, I think there's going to be some good competition. I heard you kind of take a shot at Lear through Denny in defense of C.J. Stroud. Yeah, he did. You what asked that, the accuracy question. I guess that is something that has been brought up about mm-hmm. Anthony Richardson. Oh, see, he,
6: he, he. You, I did not mean anything towards Anthony Richardson. I don't know enough about Anthony Richardson to know if he's not Me. that accurate. Because I thought, his arm I, was I, thought yeah, I was just talking, talking in general. I thought we were general. Can you, I want to be like, hey, can you make a guy accurate if he's not accurate? That's yeah, you
0: were trying to debunk a theory almost. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I thought that was the case, and then when he took it the way he did. I was like, oh, yeah. maybe A.J. was. Maybe this is a big talking point that we don't know about. Mm-hmm. And A.J. was like, oh, C.J. Stroud, incredibly accurate. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Isn't that the biggest thing? Oh. Oh. That's why I thought. Like, as he was giving his answer, I was like, oh, of course, A.J. I didn't want to stop. I wasn't going to interrupt him, but I wasn't talking specifically
6: about your guy there. I was just in
0: general. Quoted. Yeah, because that is a real question. In a lot of teams, yeah. if they see a guy as inaccurate, it is a big strike against them. Yeah. But once again, at the Combine nobody's expecting them to be picture perfect on accuracy because they've never thrown with these guys before. Like these aren't, and that's a real thing that happens at the professional level. That's why when a brand new wide receiver comes in and it works immediately, you got to give a lot of respect to the quarterback and the wide receiver for figuring each other out quickly, whether it's through reps or good conversation, good intel, everything like that. You got to know about it because the amount of reps that go in to build chemistry is bananas. Now, the person that I got dropped into the NFL who's the quarterback of the team that I was on is like the king of this. I think is what he's known for. Peyton Manning and his quarterbacks, the amount of reps mm-hmm. we're getting just on we're doing this route and we're going to do 7,000 of them. Then we're going to do this one and we're going to do seven. Because he was throwing that ball when people were nowhere near breaking yeah. or turning their head, and he's just expecting them to be at this exact place. And we worked it, we worked it, we worked it. And it it worked. Yeah. It time. worked for a long time. That's one way to understand what a guy is. Then there's other conversations, and some people just gel well. So I don't think anybody's expecting them at the Combine to be immaculate. I just want to see the show. You know mm-hmm. what I mean, AJ? Yeah. Chunk it. Yeah, and
6: you could show, like, even if you're – let's say you overthrow a couple guys or whatever, I don't think they'll hold it against you. Like, you want to show, hey, this, I got an
0: NFL-caliber arm. I got a live arm out here, and I'm going to show you right dude, now. Dude, a guy just doing – and then think about CJ watching – Anthony Richardson do one of those. And then Bryce Young's not throwing, but he's going to be standing there watching yeah, yeah. this whole thing. Here's and you th-
6: show that you're a competitor, too. You show that you're not scared to compete. I love the big stage. I can do it when it matters, all that yeah, stuff.
0: Yeah, because you're answering right afterwards. So you're, yeah. you're, you don't know, understand the beer pong table. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And your partner makes a shot. Mm-hmm. Okay? Massive advantage if you make this. Absolutely. And now all, and everybody in the room knows. Mm-hmm. Everybody <laughs> in the room can feel it. Okay. There's, like, a little pressure on that, Unless somebody's way too intoxicated to even realize the moment. There's a little heat on that. That's every single throw at this thing for these. Because if, let's say, Will Levis, I got a fucking cannon. Mm -hmm. does? Anthony Richardson, known to have a great arm, like, strong arm, right? He's up next. Now, here we go. Mm -hmm. And just, like, even, like, outs, flicks of the wrist. Like, there's Mm going to be, like, some, you know what I mean? Like, I'm excited to see the show that these guys put on. And I don't think... I think it's good for everybody if they continue to do it. The content should be ridiculous. Here's all the quarterbacks there at the 2023 NFL Combine. Uh, guy at a Shepherd, sweet Tyson <laughs> Baggin, Baggin Stetson, baggin'. Malik Cunningham on a Louisville. Hey, quietly a dog. Also a dog. <laughs> Watching him play is electrifying. Max Duggan, okay, here's the
3: dog. Jake Haner, Jaron Hall. All right, he's a player. Jake Haner's a Bears' favorite quarterback in the draft real yeah they might take him at one then is what you're saying hendon
0: hooker will levis tanner mckee aiden o'connell out of purdue hey aiden like five six years right walk on he's yeah he's been there Mm. the whole exact whole time Mm. did he do it against penn state or penn clifford did it to them
3: oh yeah the very first game of the year yeah Yeah. clifford
0: did it to them Mm -hmm. aiden was a player though he was like a big time reason why bear would be either pro purdue or not for <laughs> yeah. Purdue. It was always something in the conversation. Anthony Richardson throwing, C.J. Stroud, Dorian Thompson-Robinson, dog. I got to call his first game. He was out of Las Vegas. What's that high score over there? Bosco, maybe? Uh, Bishop Gorman. Maybe that mm-hmm. one's up. Yep. There we go. And he was highly touted freshman Chip Kelly offense mm-hmm. playing against Cincinnati. That was before Cincinnati. That was like the game. As they were. That new. Cincinnati started yeah. their run where they almost went undefeated a couple different years. And they're ranked in the top ten and everything like that. Luke Fickle no longer there, but that was a hell of a run. He's supposed to have been a guy since high school. Mm -hmm. Like, this is the next guy. He'll showcase some incredible talent. Clayton Toon and then Bryce Young, who will not be throwing. We got a show this weekend. Hell yeah. Go,
6: boys! They got to be pumped, man. Everyone at the Combine, the people that are there still have to be excited.
0: Um, Allegedly, it is being reported by Tom Pellicero that the Raiders Mm -hmm. are planning on putting a franchise tag on Josh Jacobs, the Josh Jacobs Raiders situation is certainly fascinating Mm -hmm. because we all remember Josh Jacobs, literally the only player that we knew the name of, playing in the Hall of Fame game this past season in Josh McDaniels' first real action (laughs) as head coach and play caller. Josh Jacobs was the only stud on the field. It was obvious, and he played a lot, got the ball a lot. That led us to believe that Josh McDaniels was trying to shop Josh Jacobs because he didn't Signed for the fifth year. Uh, He didn't pick up the remaining contract he had. And Josh McDaniels comes from the New England Patriots. They ain't never paying a fucking running back. Nope. Any running back can be a running back here. Congratulations. You're on the team. That's how the Patriots have kind of viewed the running back position. So we were surprised. We were alarmed. We thought it was maybe a marketing tool to get a team to want to get Josh Jacobs. Then, as the year goes on, Josh Jacobs becomes the guy, gets a C on his chest. Reports come out that Josh Jacobs and McDaniels were able to get back on the same page. Josh McDaniels loves him so much so that Josh Jacobs broke his thumb and then the next play he came in, Josh McDay was like, We're gonna need you to throw. throw it. We're gonna need you to throw the ball too. Like he became the weapon for them, even though Devontae Adams, obviously, Devontae Adams, Devontae was the weapon. Let's yeah, not get yeah, crazy. Yeah. But Josh Jacobs was a massive piece of that offense towards the end of the year, didn't win as many games, but still had great performance. Now allegedly they're gonna franchise tag him. I think it's a good move by the Raiders. I think Josh Jacobs obviously hope for a long-term deal if this is the case, but that Hall of Fame game was wild to witness. <laughs> yeah. And then all mm-hmm. last season, yep. the growth of the relationship was kind of cool, I guess, but I did not expect it at all because I've always had immense respect for Josh Jacobs, the player and the human, AJ.
6: You think there's any like uh old school, weird Jedi mind tricks going on here by the, the, the coaching staff? Like, hey, we played Josh Jacobs in the in the preseason last year, got this chip on his shoulder, he's pissed off. He has a great year. We franchise him, we don't give him the long-term deal. Not only do they a lot of teams don't like giving running backs long term deals, but nope. we get him around another year and he's probably pissed off again at us and maybe rushed for 2,000 yards.
0: Yeah, and also then you can do the New England thing. Exactly. Like, yeah, we didn't give him. Mm-hmm. We didn't. Yeah. We, hey, when, he's, when Josh was talking to Bill <laughs> Belichick, and was yeah. like, what did I tell you? You never pay. Pepper, well, man, we I never know. pay a running back. That is not what we do. He's, French, I didn't really. Huh? One year? Didn't really, huh? kind of, 2023, uh, get another year out of Josh Jacobs, mm-hmm. and then somebody else paid him, Bill. Mm-hmm. Somebody else paid him. That might be the way it's going. I don't know why you'd want to do that. All accounts are like Josh Jacobs, good dude to be around. Formerly homeless, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Lived in Crazy the story.
1: Day.
6: I remember draft day, seeing his whole story. Yep. It's nuts.
0: Yeah, because Pro Bowl, I was going through a lot of these guys' <laughs> stories, and I was reading through them, and Josh Jacobs was obviously there, and he's a Raider, so <laughs> I wanted to learn a little bit. Yeah, like, homeless. Oh, yeah. yeah I think it was, they said it was, when he got to Alabama was the first time he ever, like, had his own
1: bed. Yeah. That's who they mixed up with Najee, Najee Harris. Yeah. And Najee Harris got pissed like, hey, that's not me. Oh, yeah. I yeah. do
0: remember that whole thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Josh Jacobs is a guy we all want to see succeed for sure, and I think he led the NFL in rushing did. last year, yeah, didn't he? he still, did, I mean, yeah. like, get a deal done for a guy. I paid a guy. Yeah, oh, sorry,
1: that ain't happening.
0: Well, let him go then.
1: No, they're gonna yep. tag. Let him. him
0: go, get his money. Yeah, this,
1: like you always say, it's a business, and Josh McDaniels knows he's got a pony, and he's not letting that pony just walk out the door. He'll tag him. He'll get a great year out of him because it'll have to be approved Give him a proven year, and then he'll, carries. yeah, and then he'll let him go. And who knows who's you know playing quarterback next to him? That's, well, that's
0: what. what I'm saying. So if they franchise tag. Him, it feels like they're not going to be able to pay Aaron. No. Right. feels like they actually might be out of
1: that. Uh, I think they are. I think that report was pretty. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Ian, though, Ian said it was just because McDaniels said they wanted to Why out? are they out? Why do you think oh. they're out? So Ian said that Josh McDaniels came out and said they're looking for the quarterback of the future for them. Mm-hmm. So then immediately reports were Raiders are decided in an agreement. Near future. About just the near future. Yeah, there's always ways to. I mean, th- people have never lied. <laughs> Ever.
1: <laughs> Especially in headlines.
0: Period. You know, just never lied. That hasn't happened. But Rappaport was like, he has not been able to confirm that they've decided. Ziegler and McDaniels have apparently agreed that they won't be in on the Aaron Rodgers sweepstakes. If he does decide, he does not want to return to Green Bay. The Raiders just have too many holes on their roster to trade high picks for a 39-year-old QB. And that's from Vic Taffer. It's like, is that second half Vic's opinion? is that source, yeah, true. you know, like it's always tough to kind of see where it is. And then Rapp said that he couldn't confirm it at all, it all came because of what McDano said there, which is a valid, mm-hmm. valid statement. And I. it's true, though. I mean, like,
2: if, if you don't know that you're getting two years out of him, it's tough to imagine that because, like, if, if the Packers were to trade him to Las Vegas, like, they're going to want the seventh overall pick. Yeah. They're going to want that pick. That's going to be included. It just absolutely is. There's no way the Packers are going to trade Rodgers for a second-round pick or whatever. Like That seventh overall pick is absolutely going to be part of that package, and they're probably going to want a young player too. That's what they've been saying. If they are going to trade him, it's going to be picks and potentially young players too, and that does just seem like if you potentially are only getting him for a year, that's a lot to give up.
0: AJ, is he selling this because he don't want to lose Aaron, or you think there's some legitimacy to that?
6: I don't know. I mean, what if you what if they Plenty talked enough. to him they they felt good about him playing 2 years?
0: Whoa! Well, That's what I mean. If he Put was They
2: might be more inclined to do it if that was the case.
0: AJ Hawk says, "What if the Raiders talked to Aaron and Aaron said, "Actually, I'm playing a couple years." And they said, yeah. "Okay, good enough. We'll do that. We'll make this a 10-year deal." Yep. 8 voidable years.
6: <laughs> he yep. said was he said he'll he, he would be open to restructuring oh, yeah. yep.
0: Rework his contract. And then they're able to do it. Then things change. And at the press conference, they would say, well, when we chatted, we didn't know where Aaron was actually in the darkness. Is that what (laughs) you're saying?
6: No, I'm just saying. Like, I don't, I don't
1: know. No. They, if so they really want him. Down you can Viz get very creative.
0: Packers get, creative. get
2: the seventh pick. Get a second round pick. And probably Wallace. Darren Waller.
3: Are you reading yeah. his
0: body language? A lot of people are doing it with Murdoch when he was testifying. Are you oh, reading I his it. body well, language? We all
3: knew that guy was fucking guilty, but um, uh, AJ's <laughs> voice inflection and everything has changed this entire Raiders. Tom Diggs is a oh. body reading expert. He what is. else? Mm-hmm. Did you
0: see anything in his face that changed?
3: So he thinks. Digs, you think went.
6: that I think Aaron's going to Vegas?
3: I do think that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Your eyebrows interesting. went up. Interesting, Nostrils that? flared. Yeah. Oh, penis got a little hard. Uh-oh. You always looked up and to the left. uh really. Yeah. Did you hear the thud? I had, <laughs> no, I have an under yeah. uh, desk camera. You
1: got a cam on your laptop? We did not have that. Yeah, in I can't office. can't do that. Yeah, we I did. have it on my Wait, computer. Wait, what? I had Bill install it for me. I believe
3: he's, I uh,
0: uh, <laughs> I believe he's uh,
1: peeking <laughs> in on
3: staring you. directly at your Every time you take a piss under your desk, I could see it Nice,
0: nice. That's interesting. I thought you heard it because I hit my computer. I thought you thought that was him. the Desk. I don't know I don't know
6: what's gonna happen man I'm we kidding. know what the radio oh are do. come
0: on A j you don't know
6: no nah, i I don't really care to know either keep me out of it okay that's okay. A
0: bit so when Vinatieri was going through his hole, I legitimately just did not yeah. don't even
6: text me don't nobody call me. knows man
0: nobody knows they're all sitting around asking their
6: buds if you're if they're a front office for another team that maybe wants them they're reaching like they're They're working the back channel saying, like, oh, do you think it's a real possibility he's not in Green Bay? What do we got to do to get him? All that's going on right now.
0: I'll be excited to hear what Rappaport reports from what he heard here at Combine. Because there will be a a team executive who has zero connection to the Packers or to Aaron Rodgers. that could. No, we're not saying this is what Ian does. And Ian, obviously, and the insiders have to do what they do. But you could frame a team executive tells me they think that blah, 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 and blah, blah, blah. That carries a lot of weight because team executive is a powerful title. But there's a chance that literally that team executive has never met Aaron. Right. Never talked to anybody in the Green Bay Packers organization. And they're just going off of what they're hearing. So you're thinking that nobody knows. So – I think they're in the dark. Do- I think they're all like, hey, is this dark. a real possibility? Wow. If Whoa!" If we go, like –
6: if we try to r- jump out there and make an offer for him, is it real? Like, is it possible that this could actually happen? I think there's many teams with that right now.
0: Speaking of darkness, I heard the poops went flawlessly. Two wipes, every single one, allegedly. Mm-hmm. So, was that a
6: report? That was that That's was reported. What he said, yeah. Did he find the toilet and find out how to flush it and everything? Yeah.
0: He, mm-hmm. said, he said everything went real smooth.
6: He thought everyone. What about the footage? Where's the footage? Like of uh, all the all What's your deal? Fans.
0: What's your guys' deal? We need to stop with this whole we're creeping on people while they're <laughs> pooping. <laughs> and weird. Enough. I am so I disgusted. I was friends. worried for him.
6: I was worried for him. Not strangers. Doesn't sound like it.
0: Yeah. Like you wanted to see
2: his butthole. Yeah, You're no. making a joke out of it.
0: <laughs> no, I think what he was saying, though, <laughs> <no>, AJ, <laughs> if you look at it from a different <laughs> angle, AJ's like, hey, Aaron, you know somebody's seeing you take a poop. Then. Yeah, that's what you're thinking, AJ.
6: Because he's all uh, yeah, he's uh, like he's always been. I told you on here, he's a paranoid dude. Like he'll he'll sweep for bugs in a room. He doesn't care. And I'm wondering, like, what are you doing? We have multiple cameras probably pointing in your direction. We're in Ju- we're on Jimmy Kimmel last night
0: because of him sweeping for bugs that's and right. things mm-hmm. like that. You know that?
6: Oh yeah, I mean yes, <laughs> yeah, that was awesome.
0: My old oh. yeah, yeah, Kimmel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love just like how open everybody is to like just. Humans doing life their way. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It seems like everybody's really understanding. Oh, yeah. Not and it's timing year. of being understanding. Yep. It seems like people are really understanding of other people. And that's good. You know that's, what you mean? There. that's good.
6: They definitely put themselves in other people's shoes and try to view it from their perspective.
0: And they never say you should do that, right? Nope. No. They're never mm. saying we need to be nicer. Yeah. Like never. Right? And then Not pushing don't, you Nintendo. watch Kimmel,
6: you watch Kimmel every night? Who laughed? I,
0: I, I have that. seen a lot of clips from Kim. I was also on the uh, unintentional joke of the year. That's right. right. That was good. That was good. Joke of the day. Mm-hmm. Coming on all Came faces. right in their face. I've been on her twice. Yeah. Huh? I've been on yeah. her twice. How about Looking us? Short span. Are we, are we co-hosts of? Uh, Pretty much.
2: Basically do as yeah. much as Guillermo does yeah, on I there. Can.
0: I will say I was invited to be on <laughs> that program. You were? I was invited to be on that program. What happened? There's no way I'll stay in L.A. for 11 days in the middle of that whole The most important time of the NFL season? Yeah, there's no way. I I am so sorry. Kim. I got to get home. Kim was
1: a big
6: NFL fan, isn't he?
3: Sure.
0: He does a lot of sports stuff, I think.
3: He has a college bowl. Yeah, he
0: he used to do basketball,
6: basketball stuff back in the day when he was doing that show with Adam Carolla. A trampoline. Was was trample- yeah, trampoline. He did everything. trampoline. Slam ball. Yep. Yeah. Oh, no, it was yeah.
1: There's a version the of slam ball. Oh, is was- slam ball coming back? That is crazy. It, it better that be. That was fun. Slam, that was ball. fun. slam ball is the best. People would lose their legs, but it
0: was such <laughs> a good show. <laughs> same guy, huh? Slam ball was amazing. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, one of the, seriously one of the great. That's what they should turn the dunk contest into.
0: So we've been getting a lot of pickleball information, obviously, because the pickleball community has been very hospitable to us, and I believe we're getting a couple pros in studio joe in the next few yeah. weeks okay. okay i believe like we're getting you know into the pickleball oh, yeah. world I out,
6: well, people reach out
0: to me too all over like even on the boat it's large this pickleball sport yeah large, it's a large sport that we obviously should have learned about a long time ago um i forget where i was headed exactly but Sports. new facility Slam ball, maybe? Slam ball. pickleball. Slam- we Slam ball. need in my head right there i just had us our pickleball court is going to be amazing in here. Oh right. yeah! I was just thinking about what we we're piecing together. Yeah, I just got lost in my vision of what <laughs> this is about to be. Mm-hmm. We need to think about figuring out how we can make this a slam ball court every once in a while as yeah. well. That would oh, be wheeling yes.
1: trampolines. So I think no, we'd have have to out, yeah. have yeah. we would have the floor drop out. We would
0: have
6: to
1: have a raised.
0: Listen, this is a sport, Dave. Were you not? Or you weren't around during slam
1: ball? No, I was watching slam ball on Spike TV, not live, yeah. but Spike TV the replays.
0: Was, yeah. How how old were you guys? Probably too young for that, huh? Very young. I definitely remember it, but very young. These fuckers were awesome. Oh it came God. out of nowhere because everybody that so I came from a uh, trampoline street. Mm-hmm. Sure. Okay, you know a lot about. I think that's a good way to describe uh, places of America. One person on the street had a trampoline. Mm-hmm. We did have a trampoline wrestling federation. Mm-hmm. Other neighborhoods had their own trampoline wrestling federations. We did that whole thing. But you would slide that fucking thing right next to near death situations oh, yeah. all the time. Mm. Pools, you're right next to. If you had to get in next to a basketball hoop, it was always something, but the landing was always the problem. Like where are we landing? Yeah. Where are we landing? How are we going about doing this? And it would always end up terrible. So when Slamball came together, it was like they figured it out. They figured out how to do trampoline basketball and everybody's Ooh. safe. Turned out that was not the case. everybody was not safe. It was very dangerous, but it was electric. Oh hell yeah! Yeah, it was electrifying. They used to just spear people. (laughs) Watching highlights (laughs) right now, AJ. They used to just. Ah. We're gonna get content copyright for this for for sure, sure. like Mm -hmm. guaranteed. What just happened right there? But we need to figure out how to get it. Yeah, we need to figure out how to get one of those in here, AJ. I think that's next step. It's a nice uh, get an engineer in there. So you like a false floor. floor? Yeah, yeah, we need a raised floor. We yeah. need one that just like we can piece together on top of it. Yeah. Maybe, Maybe it's like it rises. Aeros- it raises
6: to the ceiling, and then all of a sudden you crank it down, and that's your trampoline part. Yeah, put a
2: hoop on top of this hoop. I don't know if we want anything suspended from the ceiling. We've been over this before, <laughs> and it just...
0: We also got yeah. two holes in the ceiling right now, we're learning. At yeah. least. Yep. Hey, hey, Pat, why, why is there four Bud Light cases out here? What one. do you guys got going on? We got two leaks <sighs> in the ceiling. Yeah. Uh, I was wondering about that. Yeah. Well, just for...
6: Those are nice coolers, man.
0: They are very yeah. nice. Yeah, got a couple of thousand of have them you,
6: Have you found where the leaks are, where they are?
0: Yeah, it's pretty simple. You just. Damn I mean, but do
6: you have to go, it. does oh. someone have to get on the top outside and get it? Yeah, that's what? a problem. You got to bring a scissor lift and get inside. <laughs> the Gorilla in Glue. I don't, I don't even know there.
0: how you would get to how high this place is. That
6: I'm... Brian Kelly scissor lift out there, that'll get you
3: up there. Hey, easy. We actually have one sitting in the what? parking lot. so
1: Could ask Chris Angel? He'll just appear up there, put them together.
3: Copperfield. Sure
0: Poof! He doesn't and, do the
3: and Mr. Carrot. Yeah, do he hunts.
0: can Carrot Top is a comedian. Yeah, it's Mr.
3: Top
1: first of all. Mr. Top.
3: You didn't know who <laughs> Carrot Top was. Carrot I
1: know who Carrot
0: Top <laughs> is. Tony he makes a new joke every day. Come on, he's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Have you been following? He's fifty-eight years old. We, I'm not getting into it. We hit by a this. car <laughs> the
6: other
1: day.
0: Dude, he did. He just oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: was yeah. it part of the show?
0: No, I, just t- living. Yeah, tweeted about it. Hmm. His, he updates his social media a lot. He's on there a lot. Like, a lot, a lot. Mm-hmm. He's putting a lot of effort into it. Mm-hmm. The other day, he, um, he acted as if he cut himself shaving. Yep. Okay, so he, <laughs> he obviously... Yeah, here it is. Here it is, Literally. Oh, and then all the way in, had had him all over his legs, his (laughs) entire body. This guy, random Wednesday. Ever have one of these days just for that video? Yep. uh Just for that, forty-five seconds. He took a marker with toilet paper and put it all to say just so. And I got he got to pop out of me. Oh yeah. I laughed. I'm like, I almost commented underneath like, Teratop, I appreciate your effort. Like, Mm -hmm. I appreciate Mm -hmm. that you're doing all this. This guy is committed to the game. And we need to show respect. Great shorts, too.
6: I didn't know he's doing all that. I I might need to
0: follow Mr. Top, huh? He's worth it. it. (laughs) Yeah, he better. It has been a great addition to my timeline. Connor followed uh, PXG, so we can learn like where Bob oh, Parsons. Bob yep. Parsons! Actually, is.
1: funny enough, he realized it was me. Blocked me, so I, I can't even. I, can't I don't even doubt look it. The stuff. Could you imagine you're blocked oh, by PXG? No.
0: That was <laughs> you walk in there, your face is on a, a thing. Exactly. When you walk in any PXG store. I don't want
3: this fucking kid by All right, day. let's get the
0: hell out of here. Let's have a weekend, uh, Tom. Let's go around the room real quick. Best thing about this week in your life?
3: Best thing about this week in my life. Huh? <laughs> it was you know, living vicariously through you and what you did.
0: <laughs> yeah. Let's not do that. Let's yeah. not make this whole thing like that. But I understand where you're coming from. Mm-hmm. And I appreciate that. And you're talking about work life. I understand completely. Mm-hmm. And I appreciate you, Tony. You're a man. Well, great week out of you, Tony. Right, Here we we go. Hey, Hammerdown was great this week. What? Great. We got good news coming out yes, of the so Hammerdown do. Kid. let's go. Huh? Goopy? We got good news coming out of there. Let's just, yeah, just yeah. leave it okay. at that. Keep okay. Your eyes out Ty, make favorite thing that happened this week? Yeah, in your in, in in the show existence, business, work life. Thing. Um, last
2: night was sweet. We haven't done like a happy hour type yeah. show where it's not you know just like felt different. We weren't in here from 12 to 3. Kind of just I don't know. It was a lot of fun.
0: I enjoyed it. I enjoyed yesterday a lot. We yeah. had a couple Bud Lights. Wide. wide. We got pizza for the team. After
3: wide. wide. Well, please. Well. We I came in here and took a straw poll this morning. That pizza was not good for a lot of people last night. Well, that's part
2: of it. Why? It's delicious when you eat it, and then it's going to fucking do I, its
3: number. Right? I threw up. There was a lot of people in the toilet all night. I had it again this morning. It was good. So well, Zeno's stomach <laughs> is
0: what was on the pizza? steel trap. Uh, ah. There was sausage. There was a pepperoni one uh, that yep. was uh, stuffed crust. Yeah. New York style. Nah. New York style. Big New York. Uh, Excuse, Excuse me. Too, I'm sorry. sorry. How did we not put pepperoni on that one
2: on a big new yorker yeah i was thinking the same thing i i pressed I
0: it and they didn't didn't do it so I was, oh, okay so it was just okay. I, I figured put pepperoni you did, everything Z. yeah zito we know that you yeah you, would get you a know zito Z. Z. ain't fucking but i didn't that know one. if it was like purity of the because this pizza box was gigantic huge, huge. Big new yorker? so i thought it was like a gimmick like oh it only comes cheese this is how our pizza is so i was about to go and say because pizza would never do that no <laughs> no, no, no no i should have known that i don't even know why i let that negativity come in there yep this pizza was delish. Oh, yeah. That's the best one, in it? Chain. Franchise. Oh, not family. We're not talking family no, pizza. No, 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 Okay, I come from Pittsburgh. There's literally family pizza everywhere. All oh, over quote the
2: Quote, unquote, fast food pizza. You ain't finding a better pie than Pizza Hut, period. And if po- you're going to say Little Caesars, that's how I know you're a dipshit and yeah. you know nothing about pizza. Because people will say
1: it. They'll do it. I
0: was just going to say it, Todd. Yeah, we knew. We knew knew you were coming out of Michigan with that (laughs) Uh, take. It is the best, but I do like Pizza Hut. So I do think something should be.
6: That's you. That's me. Oh, that's Axel. It is Axel, you're right. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Let him in. Let me in. No. Uh
0: (laughs) (laughs) Axel! Hey!
4: Hey! Hey!
0: What'd you just say there? We were yelling over top of it. I had
6: to mute. I told him I'd be done soon. Don't worry.
0: All right, let's he wrap it up. AJ, AJ, favorite thing that happened
6: this week he on that boat. So mad. Oh man! always oh, pissed. A lot of good stuff. No, I'm not pissed. I, um, you know, he was five. He doesn't completely understand the concept of what's happening, You're but he pissed, does kind he. of get it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> My favorite part was that I was not propositioned <laughs> to be a part of a cuck situation on the boat like you were.
0: Huh. Okay, I was not on that boat. This happened. 15 20
6: maybe but you but years. you said all cruises are situations like i didn't say
3: that tone said yeah yeah i do not say that i said they're cuck friendly environments
0: please well,
3: hey, which what, they, they are
0: whatever you're in whatever you're into is cool with me but, i don't care but tone is like noted cruiser big cruise guy likes cruise has gone to bat Why? for cruises in the past when they come up and what's the
6: favorite thing about a cruise you think you,
3: hmm, good question. Cuck friendly. easy to get drinks yep okay.
0: eat sleep and shit and
1: drink all in the same way. Well, I actually days. had
0: trouble uh, shitting too because it's all inclusive, so they're trying to clog you up, exactly. aren't they? Big yep. time.
1: With that gangster okay. sauce.
0: Guy's got his own cruise clog line. You up.
1: Guy is on every cruise line. Oh, He's <laughs> is he is is on, on Carnival. Carnival.
0: He is on Carnival? Is yeah. <laughs> yeah, Hell yeah. Zito, how long did you work on a cruise? <laughs> uh, I was like four or five months. Zito in the bows yep. working what on. What was he a cruise. doing again? It was like recreation, so like kids shit. Yeah. So they had like a. You working on a kid's club? club kind of yes yeah. so i made sure they had fun while you guys are boozing up and i bet you love that and cocking
7: yeah. i thought uh, the way <laughs>
8: <laughs> the way z talks about this i thought he did this for years 4 or 5, five months do you, do you know how long five
0: that would <laughs> <are you?
7: laughs>
8: 5 months is ten. Years. Do 5 you months to see have it no idea how this be on trips
0: oh my god that would be 10 years
1: in that uh, thing. Yeah. it is very long five there's months. no rust they
6: usually do 6 months on right 3 months off exactly yeah,
1: yeah, so yeah you don't leave bit. the boat once in those 5 months
3: it has been 15 years since I've been on a cruise, though, so maybe things have changed. I heard it's way like too You're God a cowboy now. Yeah. I don't think yeah. cowboys are. Yeah, I, I go to ranches and stuff. Like yeah. That. Light ranching, light <laughs>
0: ranching. <laughs> Bingo.
1: You and your horse got to be on land for you, you to enjoy. As soon it.
0: as I heard that Parker <laughs> McCollum rode a fucking horse off the stage at the Houston rodeo the night before we were golfing at that golf course, I literally said. Just ranching, you know, because I learned that in Montana. That's yeah. what all the cowboys were saying. And he looked at me and goes, light ranching, light ranching.
1: <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> light ranching. New term.
0: I said, I want let you know, I was describing like almost light everything in side. my life is like just ranching, just ranching. Because that's like uh, when I did that cowboy thing with the Montana State Rodeo team. They were saying, doing some ranching, just ranching, just ranching. Like that was like, oh, this is their thing. Mm-hmm. Like this is cowboys thing. So I kept that locked in, you know. Mm-hmm. Anytime come around said cowboy. Yep. Ranching's coming out yep. mm-hmm. within the first three sentences. You know, I just want to hear. Yep. I want to get a little pop, you know, in early so they know. <laughs> and I also wore belt, my belt buckle mm-hmm. from Shane Hanchi. Hell yeah. Shane was world, world champion roper. Right. I wore his belt buckle first. Had another show belt buckle and wore yep. as well. So I said, just ranching. He said, light ranching, light ranching. I was like, okay. I like right, that. So that's okay. the light ranch. That's a new one. That's a new one we're going to use. He's, <laughs> yeah. light. He's from Houston, For Sure. He grew up on fucking horses, I think. Texas born right? Connor, best thing happened work-wise this week? Can't take anybody else's answers? Um,
1: I'll be honest. I was going to say watching the worst shot ever on this court was, you know, top tier from Daniel Jeremiah. Whoa. But I think it's because we talk about the NFL every day. Talking to a GM of a team I always just think is kind of next level. It's kind of those conversations you talked about with, like, Rodgers and Jordan Love in the QB room, like getting to kind of pick – Telesco's brain and kind of knowing how he operates. And there's a lot of different tidbits he, you, you could kind of pull from that. Like he talked about not only evaluating the team, you know, every year at the end of the season, but also like just week to week looking at the team. Like that shit I don't even really think about. And we talk about adding so weapons,
0: close. but it's just, it's ridiculous. 27-0. All- oh
3: Do you know how long he's been a GM by the way?
0: Since they went to LA, right? long time. 10 years. Yeah. Since they went to LA. I think he was the first GM over there. I think I, he was at San Diego for one year. I did not realize that. Man, I think he was in L.A. Yeah. He's been the, the guy. Yeah. yeah, They were so close. Yeah. So, so
1: close. So promising. Again, this year, we're going into the season, we're going to say the Chargers look really good. <laughs> I'm not losing
0: sleep <laughs> over Justin Herbert's deal. Is, mm-hmm. That was a big takeaway yeah. from
1: Yes. Yeah. Yep. All right. What was your big takeaway well, yeah, from yeah, yeah. this week? Come on, what are we talking about you?
0: Well, come on. A.J. Hawk came back off that boat alive. Unbelievable! That's right. It's I am
3: alive. But are you living? Sometimes
0: you get caught out, <laughs> go to sea, you experience something live, <laughs> Hell yeah. and live a little bit. Um, there's been stories in the past; these boats just get stuck at sea. That's oh, yeah. right.
1: There's movies about it. Yeah, Lost at Sea. Bingo.
3: No, I was talking about Poseidon. But oh,
0: that's. That's where really go. Gilligan's Island as well. Rogue yeah, Wave comes in. Bermuda
3: a, Triangle. A cruise ship Pirates up, down. too. Yeah. Pirates. Yeah. Yeah. What's that Solly. one that Tom Hurts.
0: Hanks is? I'm the captain now. Yeah. Yeah. Captain yep. Sully. No, no, Captain
1: Sh- Phillips. Phillips. Yeah. Oh, Sully's the the pilot one. How He's
0: about the, the seals that just drop into that thing and then they have to make a snipe For in hours. the middle of Jeez. in the I'm middle sure. of the ocean? Oh yeah. All right, this is what we're gonna need out of you. You know how you guys gotta steady your heart and all that stuff think your heart's going to be okay. The problem with the steadiness is going to be, yeah, we got to fuck, we're in the middle of an ocean. A lot of chop out there. They yeah. should have brought a gyrosphere. Windy. What would that have been? That would have put them up in a... It would have, no uh, no, no bouncing. Oh, so it's like you're in the middle of two uh, suspensions almost. Yeah, yeah no matter
1: what, what that's there the whole time.
0: Oh, so no, you're only got to worry about that. Buoyancy on that side. So it's like oh. a good rig that they have for cameras. Yeah. Yeah. Steady oh, yeah. Yeah. oh, the ones that yeah. you see of those kids running. Yeah, they should have brought a steady cam for the SEALs. Yeah, they should have. <laughs> That's, <what they> <laughs> That's right. Next time. Next <laughs> yeah, time. Think about <laughs> that. Make it a lot of Wake easier. Wake up, Navy. I know uh, <laughs> General Bob Carpenter is still out at sea. This is what you're missing. And in, instead, you're talking to us. This is what's going down right now. Oh, there oh, we go. Just so so guys always. being dudes. you know. Yeah, it's Tom Kuzno, that headband Tom Kuzno, number one overall pick as a linebacker. Better. Dog. Really? Dog. Yeah. Has, hashtag gas station ready. What does that mean? They're ready to just fight somebody at the gas station? Uh, that's a Schlegel term. I'm not exactly sure what that even means. Ready to rip,
6: six. He is shredded. Huh? Who, Bob? Schlegel. Both, both of, the book, of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah look them, at Bob. Bob. Some, kid, some dude uh, that was working on the boat started talking deadlifting with Schlegs, and Schlegs just lit up and started talking to him about reps and how to Schlegs do it. And he had the guy Yeah, yeah I mean, he's got a six
0: pack. <laughs> yeah. Dude, Schlegs is yocked. What the dude. hell? Oh yeah, uh, whose guy, uh, Baldhead? You know his name? If you don't know his name, I don't just- know. His, yeah, but he we uh, he's Bobby. Bobby knows him pretty well. Pretty jocked too. Like if I, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Pretty jocked. 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 Yeah, is a jock, guys, is this a he jocked is. Ohio State cruise? And there's no cucking, You're saying?
6: I guess. I mean, who? Not not any that I saw. But you know what?
0: That usually goes on
6: behind closed doors, doesn't it? True.
0: Very jocked cruise. Man. Yeah, we're y- we're jocked at your Bach. That mm-hmm. was my uh, big Hell takeaway. Yeah. Also, <laughs> that golf round was so dumb. Yeah, yeah, it was unbelievable. So, did you play well? I mean, I had some great shots. Yeah, I had some memorable shots. Also, picked up a few holes where I was like, "All right, that's going to happen." Yeah, that's so golf. Go golf What do you <laughs> want to <laughs> put on the <laughs> scorecard? Ah, uh, wherever Max is, bro. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. Pull it on her. DNF. <laughs> Just write. Uh, just right, not completing around. Mm-hmm. and wait till tomorrow. I'm not going to be your first couple holes because uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's. Uh, Man, you told me. It was awesome though, bro. It was incredible. It was something I talk about for a long time, and it was uh, it was a, a good getaway. But I've been doing too much of that. Next week we're back, aren't we?
3: Hell, right. hell yeah! It's a big week. Yeah. It's,
0: what is it? Right before.
3: Yeah, right before free agency. Yeah, time so. to get
1: axe
2: week. Also, yeah. conference championship. I mean, March Madness is
0: here. When
2: next yeah. week conference college championships.
0: championships. Okay, so this is when we all get into basketball. Bingo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is when we all get into college basketball. It's happening. Mm-hmm. Is Ohio State good this year? Uh no, they are not going to no. make the tournament. Uh, Iowa's good. Yeah, they're going to make the tournament.
1: Purdue's good too, right? Yep,
0: very good. Indiana? How's, how's West Virginia? I
3: don't think
0: they're going to make it.
2: They're on the bubble right now. They're going to if they win a couple games in the uh, Big 12 tournament, they might be all right.
0: Michigan State? They'll make the dance. No, they will. Always do. <laughs> Second longest streak in the NCAA. That's Izzo. I was just wondering if we had any ties to any teams that had any chance of doing anything.
3: Now Purdue will choke again too, unfortunately. Yeah.
0: I was right Indiana's team though, right? Indiana? they yeah. uh, yeah, were. I will beat them by about twenty-five
2: at Indiana the other night. So I'd be take you know take from that what you want. Duke's
3: might but make so. tournament, so that'd be fun.
0: How are they? We got a good underdog. Squad. Solid, squad exactly. I don't
1: care about these big schools. Who's the underdog this year? Who's the mid-major?
0: Yeah, who's the 15th seed yeah. I'm betting on? Who's going to get hot from the three-point line and just have a big bigger... sister Betty?
1: Sister
6: Betty's team coming back. Yeah, Son so of a bitch! Back,
0: How you remember? You remember when Sister Joan was fucking out there for that school <laughs> in Chicago? Yeah, yeah they're,
6: they're, still they're still doing, doing
0: it. Is it Joan? What Gene. Gene. Oh, I was yeah. so I was yeah, like close. We're so confident.
1: She's still doing it too.
0: In my head, I saw Jay. I saw Sister. And I saw a J and I saw an N and yeah yeah you were right there. I, in my like N I cuz I saw it on a screen on a graphic you know mm-hmm. I saw her sitting there yep. in a graphic. Mm-hmm. So that was what I had. I was in that age too, Joan. Oh yeah. Potential. You Last bet. year what well, we Spring had St.
3: St. Peters and uh Doug Oh yeah, Doug Edert. Yeah. Oh yeah, from New Jersey. Yep. And then he transferred. I don't even know if he's still playing. Yeah, I transferred to the Lakers, Tony. All right, so we got a
0: lot to talk about. Next week is Massacre Week in the NFL. A Mm -hmm. lot of cuts, a lot of moves made. Anytime you hear somebody talk about a cap casualty, That'll probably be taking place next week as rosters are trying to be constructed with free agency the next week in mind. Excited to see more franchise tags. The Washington Commanders have used theirs on Mr. Payne as a D-tackle and Evan Ingram, who's a tight end for the Jags, has been franchise tagged. Will Josh Jacobs be tagged? Will anybody else be tagged? All that and reaction to the combine that's going to dominate. John Jones fight, he's winning, right? I'm on John. Yeah
6: man yeah it's hard to pick against john but yeah glad to see him back in the octagon it'll be mm. fun to watch
0: i saw him fight against
6: glover Teixeira.
0: you're damn right in baltimore live and if he has a reach on you he he knows how to utilize it and i think he has a massive He's a reach on everybody <laughs> yeah not just but on everybody but i think this week he has a massive reach advantage new new weight division though huh yeah oh yeah heavy
6: heavyweight yeah
0: they showed the picture of him at light heavyweight and then the picture of him at heavyweight. It's like John Jones knew he was coming in heavyweight, though. That's right. Sounds like he is just yeah. a dog. Remember, older brother, obviously defensive end for uh, the Raiders, and he put Mac Jones through the ground at Sin City, through the ground in a face, uh, in a uh, stiff arm to the face, while returning a fumble recovery pick six to win the game against Patriots. That's one of his brothers. Yep. And his other brother, Arthur Jones, was a D tackle for the Ravens, won a Super Bowl, and they came to the Colts. Mm-hmm. He was like three forty-five, yep. three thirty-five. Mm-hmm. Massive family, so I don't think like this is that big of a deal to go up. Every- he's literally been fighting big guys yeah. his entire life. He was always cutting to get to two hundred five. I think this makes his life better. He doesn't have to cut. I think he's going to do. I think this yeah. is a benefit to him personally. But I don't know enough about the fight game, AJ. Yeah,
6: we'll see how he performs. I mean, he's gone back and forth. You see, like where he puts on a ton of muscle like he turns into a power lifter and now maybe he can do that all the time this is what he looked like
0: at light heavyweight and then this is what he looked like at heavyweight
6: that'd be fun
0: that'd be fun yeah freak
6: his legs are so long he just how he everything and he can wrestle like he can do it all Man
0: hasn't fought in three years ring rust the thing
6: in that sport i don't know when you ask like fighters that they all kind of have different answers about it
0: so what he got in trouble for? They don't test for anymore, or did I? Was that made up? I think one he's of the cleared, things, right? For just one of, one of the, one yeah. of the yeah. cleared. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, he's clear-minded, free. He says he feels free. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to see what really? he does. Yeah, yeah. it's going to be sweet. That fight <clears throat> in Baltimore against Glover Teixeira, he controlled that thing, and I know that guy's a great fighter, right? To oh share. yeah, he
2: throws bombs. Incredible fighter, heavy there. hands.
0: He could have ended that thing. I think in my eyes, just these dumb eyes, like four to five different times, it felt like he was just fucking. And that might have been fucking with the guy. Hand on forehead, elbow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Little oh, bit. man. Hand on Nasty
6: forehead. legs, nasty, like, leg calf kicks. Yes, he <sighs> does all kind of just, he just wears
0: them out. Bang. It's mm-hmm. awesome. Elbows are crazy. Stomping
2: guy's feet. Yeah. Yeah. And we yeah.
0: all believe that Travis Kelsey is going to dominate. That's going to be oh, awesome, yeah. too. I just hope That's they got sweet. some
2: good skits for them.
0: All right. <laughs> we got a great weekend. We hope you have an incredible weekend. We appreciate you for allowing us to be a part of your lives. We will see you on Overreaction Monday to a lot of things. Be a friend. Tell a friend. Say something nice to somebody. Goodbye.